And we're live, to quote the famous Chris Beckloff. I'm going to pull up the email here. And just so everybody knows right off the bat, Chad, of course, is is on time as uh, most normal people are on time, meaning they wait till the very last second. Uh, but we got a lot of uh, backup stuff to do here, guys. A lot of emails, a lot of fan mail, a lot of articles. So don't uh, a lot. I put in the in the chat room no super chats under five bucks. Not because I'm a prick. I'm doing that because I am a prick, and we're just not gonna the the two dollar ones really hold us down, uh, not hold us down, but slow us down. Uh, so I gotta go. Oh, there you are. Hey. Wait, what were you just saying? I think I missed it. Are you saying that super chats are there's like a, a minimum or? Yeah, there's a minimum because we got so much backlog of articles fan mail like we never get to what we wanted to talk about yeah and uh and it's because and and i'm thankful for it because people keep sending us you know the two dollar one dollar stuff but that it, it slows us down we never get to this stuff and it's i know it may help out one or two people but there's some some stuff that's happening in the news that i kind of want to get to plus it's just fun to make uh fun of people that are i miserable. enjoy that yeah, yeah i like to do that what uh, before we get two five? So anyway, just for the listening audience, uh, save if you have a two dollar donation. Wait, wait till the next older brother podcast. This will be the the cleansing podcast. What uh, was it? The gallbladder or the spleen that cleanses everything? Um, I think it is the spleen. Actually. Is it the spleen? Yeah, I think the yeah. spleen. This is the spleen podcast. We're just going to get through and dust that up. So if you got something in, you know important, like oh my god, I really need insight on this. Sure, but it's a five dollar minimum. Although I saved the two in onesies uh, till next week, which I think me and DT will be covering because I'm heading out to Rapid City in 48 hours to help him move. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And so I got free lodging. I got a free ride out there because it's his truck and he's going to pay for the gas. And then all I got to do is ride my motorcycle back. You know, I think, hang on, let me do the math. How long is that drive? Too damn long. It used to be nine hours and they increased the speed limit. Um, to 85, I think it's South Dakota because they're the last nice. vestige of real men with dicks and the rest of the country. Uh, uh, 70 miles an hour. Uh, uh, but yeah, you could fly down South Dakota. It still makes it, it's still painful. 90% of that state is still painful, but I think it's 600 miles. My bike gets about 40 miles a gallon. <clears throat> that equals 15 times, let's say $3 premium. So for 45 bucks, I'm doing this whole trip for 45 bucks. That's great. I know. I'm such a good economist. As your accountant, I'm really proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Um, where do we want to start? Uh, let's get through. Do you want, want to make fun of people who have pain and suffering? Do you want to take joy in the misery of others? I mean... It's if this is the right kind of people, you know. Well, yeah, no, I don't want yeah. orphans dying. No, no, I, don't I know, want I know. I think we're on the same wavelength there, so I would like to. There is no better feeling. I'm I'm being deadly serious about this than being right. This is again why I wrote the article. Sanity is the future of wealth because you can't take your money with you. Material things don't make you happy. It's good to have other humans and loved ones in your life. But on a personal level, because most loved ones will go away, uh, they'll, they'll fail you in one way or another. Uh, very few people will, will be within your close inner circle of, of friends and family. So on an individual level, uh, if you kick out other human beings, material wealth, 
what I think brings great value and will bring great value is sanity and watching the people who were wrong and mocked and ridiculed you suffer at their own hands. Like you said, don't, don't walk into that pit of vipers. Don't go over there in that pit of vipers and then like, fuck you, you racist, sexist, homophobe. Like, dude, what is race or sex or gender? I just don't want you to get bit by a snake. Oh, they walk into the pit of vipers and they get bit. Then you get to do the Nelson. <laughs> and that's what this article is about. So are you ready to have warm fuzzies? Uh, yes, we do have one super chat. Do you want me All to right. Is it $5 or more? Yeah, $5. All right, exactly. All right let's do that. It's a vicious MGTOW. He didn't leave a message. He just gave us five bucks. Thanks, oh, well, dude. thank you, Vicious. Yeah. yeah. Um, Alanis Morissette, remember her? Yeah. She was like in the uh, late 90s, like uh, pop. Yeah. Is it pop? Did, Whatever music. Did she sing, I'm a bitch, I'm a yes. something? That, that's her. That wasn't the other no, one. No, 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 no. That's not her. That's Meredith Brooks. Okay. Well, she was yeah. one of those gals, you know power on woman and all yeah. that. And I, did I not tell you generation X women will become a spinster generation? Did I not tell you that? Yeah. And I yeah. think you're right. Huh? <laughs> oh my God. Atham. <laughs> now what? So Atham decided to give us a super chat for $2. You fucker. <laughs> he would. He's, so fucking, he's laughing his ass off right now. That's such a great troll. <laughs> all right, here we go from self.com, which I don't consider real news but you know this is this is you know people magazine and and Econde nast and all that alanis morissette on pregnancy at 45 childbirth postpartum depression and me too uh, i met with alanis morissette on thursday may 23rd 2019 in a beautiful via she periodically rents for meetings uh, bah, 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 bah. as i was early as i always am and i was grateful for the opportunity to have 10 minutes or so to just breathe deeply and down a bottle you see how we never get to the point here see how right. we have to rebuild up when self offered me the opportunity to profile alanis i screamed into the phone um bruce willis i think is my my hero yeah uh, if i got the opportunity to interview bruce Willis, i'm like dude that's fucking cool i would not scream into the phone <laughs> I would say, man, it's great. I, and I call people, like, dude, I get to interview Bruce Willis. Like, really? You get to interview Bruce? But I would not scream into the phone. Uh, the prospect of me and the interviewing Alanis Morissette, the Alanis Morissette was overwhelming to me. I, who the fuck is this? I I don't know. Whoever the author is, it's just this is all about her, not Alanis. Uh, this was not something a total Alanis or even considered blah, blah, blah. I wanted something from her. I told my friends I wanted her to look at the color of my tongue and hand me an oil or a tincture or to touch my forehead and call me blessed. She did ask to hold my hand so she could examine my rings. And that was enough. There will be days in my life when that will propel me through my preparing my taxes or fixing my toilet. I knew that there was no chance of me being an objective journalist in our time together. I knew that I would have protected her with my body. If the A do you see this is, I, this is why I should really read through these articles instead of skim them. Dude, this is really painful. This is painful. Dude. Let me skip. Uh, let's talk about the story of Alanis Morissette. Okay, no. 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 Hang on. All right. You know what? Let's just do it faster. We'll do it Clary style. Alanis Morissette. Alanis.com. Postpartum depression. 45 years old. I just want to know if she's married. I think she had a kid. 
Yeah, that's what it is. It's about her having a kid and postpartum depression and uh, the rah-rah, you can do it too. Oh, that shit? I hate that. Yeah, that's that's where... And it's not that I want to dig into her personal life. I want to show this as a, look, at 45, you can have a healthy child too. But I wanted to just return Canadian citizenship. Yeah, she's Morris, Canadian. Yeah, she is Canadian. A lot of our successful, more talented people are Canadian. Um, what's his name? The redhead talk show host. Uh, is Conan O'Brien? Conan O'Brien. Yeah, he's Canadian. He's Canadian. Know. Yeah, a lot of those, um, a lot of Saturday Night Live and that type of the comedy uh, stuff. Alex Trebek, Canadian. That's right. Yep. Yep. A lot of a lot of prominent because Americans suck. Just, uh, I like I like Canadians. I like Canadians too. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out married rapper me in 2010. Morissette Mar- married rapper Mario Soli Treadway in a private ceremony in Los Angeles. They have a son, Everett Imre Morissette Treadway. Uh, daughter born Onyx Solis Morissette. Onyx? <laughs> Onyx. Uh, on March 26, Morissette announced her third pregnancy on social media. Um, so there you go. That's uh, it's it's all good. I'm I mean Ryan Reynolds. They dated Ryan Reynolds. They did not get engaged. Ba 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 ba. So there you go, girls. You two can marry multi-million dollar rappers. And, you know, 45 is the new 25, girls. 45 is the new 25. Ugh, it's depressing and painful. Yep. I'm sorry. That, that article was way more painful uh, since the journalist decided to write about herself. Yeah. Instead of uh, Alanis Morissette. Um, let's go through some fan mail. This is going to be shotgun style. Uh, I'm going to save this one for later. Uh, this is from Jack. Jack writes, Aaron, I hope you're doing well. Just want to say thank you for putting out your videos. Many of them have helped me out in a big way. I just want you to know that you are appreciated. All the best, Jack. P.S. One of my favorite videos is the clip of you ranting against teachers by explaining the joys of snow days in school. I strongly encourage you to to YouTube John Taylor Gatto. He has a two times New York. He was a two times New York State Teacher of the Year that looked into the history of the current American system. It's frightening. A short, angry history of schooling is a place to start. Well, thank you, Jack. Thank you. So I can save that one. We'll put that in the archive. We'll move that to book. Teacher, huh? Teacher. <laughs> Teacher. I've heard of that guy before. Um, oh, this Louise. He wanted to. Oh, yeah, that guy. Hang on. We'll we'll sponsor him later. I got that. Like I said, this is going to be the, the cleaning up show. Do you want me to butt in when we got the super chats? Or... Yeah, butt in when we got the super chats. We can take them intermittently. Okay. We got one for uh, five British pounds. Uh, okay, that's Silverman. Nice. So salute to you, Aaron. Love your videos. Bought your Enjoy the Decline audiobook, and it's been on repeat daily. Here are some Brexit shekels for you. Awesome. There we go. Brexit shekels. And it's it's sterling silver. It's not that Euro shit. What is you that Euro? Huh? I just like that is such a freaking long book, and you you have that in audio form? Which one? Bachelor um, uh, enjoy the decline. Oh no, I'm thinking of Bachelor Pad. You're right. Yeah, I haven't right. enjoyed the decline. Uh, Davis Arini did uh, uh, the audio for it. Okay, and Bachelor, you do or, or don't have all all my books are in audio except for the Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty, 
uh, and my best of books, like right okay. back at my blog. And the reason I don't have a uh, black man's guide out of poverty in audiobook is because I'm racist. It's, <laughs> no, <laughs> it, I, it wasn't worth it because of the volume of sales. Although it's got about the same volume of sales as, um, as a uh, reconnaissance man. But that's, that's the problem when you look at a, at doing audiobook or translating, I'm, I'm going to be translating some of my books into French and possibly German. Really? Uh, yeah. You got to look at it at a cost benefit analysis. Like, is it worth the $1,500 to pay a translator tr to translate the book? Are you going to recoup that in sales to, you know, Germany? Are you going to recoup that in sales to Spain and the, and the Latino community? Um, I think you should do Spanish. Atham will take care of that. Atham will take it. Yeah, no, I'm, it's it's um, you'll you'll be happy to know, I I caught up with all my work yesterday. Remember how stressed out and everything? Like I caught up with everything yesterday, and I had enough time to do a two workout day where I lifted weights and ran, Whoa. and I was able to do something social. And so um, now I could start looking at other stuff oh but wait i gotta drive to fucking rapid city see how it happens see how they get you chad oh uh, yeah um moving sounds fun <laughs> oh, it's, uh, um this is oh. from well hang on uh well thank you thank you to our british friend from across the pond we got one more too if you okay want. uh charles charlie's here charles charles mack for five dollars and 86 cents says, I'd love to stay and listen now, but I've gotten slammed with these lovely last-minute pre-holiday support calls. Have fun, gentlemen. Pre-holiday, before the 4th of July? Yeah, I think that's what it is. Are people, like, worried that the 4th of July is going to be, like, 2,000K or something? Or Y2K? Uh, it's, uh, he doesn't say anything in the chat here, so I'm not sure. Okay. Um, uh, Brian T., he sent me quite an amount of money, and I think maybe I'll do this over South Dakota. Uh, he wanted me, he paid me 75 bucks to take my time smoking and drinking rumplements and a cigar. Um, nice. Yeah. And he just wants me to ramble on about something. And I would love to have done it. The problem is I don't have my own place. So I can't be out there smoking and drinking uh, and filming and yelling in public, but I can do that at DT's new place. So I think I might do that uh, in South Dakota. He, and, and otherwise I'm telling Brian, I haven't forgotten about him. I uh, got that. Uh, Charlie just mentioned everybody wants to get shit done and fixed at the very last minute before they jet on a holiday. So he's saying people are loading up. Oh, I see. Get that done. Well, it's good they're doing it now rather than later. Yeah. Oh, God, these are all advertisers. I can delete them because I have them on the advertising list. Boom. Look at that. That cleans up the email. Um, this is from Tony. This is after I sent him an email. Aaron, what a blast. That was $40 well spent. Thanks, man, for the fucking honesty, a rare commodity in the world of touchy feels. I want to say thanks also for your thoughtful insights into the situation. You're completely right about the sacrifices made to get to this island. I mean, I even forgot what he was talking about. You would believe, but most people would never guess how much I had to focus everything and discard so much stuff in life to get to this position. You helped me remember all that which i'm exceptionally grateful for i think i was talking a metaphorical island if i recall correctly he's like making six figs six figs and savings what are you doing are you being uh, matt forney and bumping uh oh you can hear that Sorry. yes we can we can hear that yes yeah, uh, the shitty computer <laughs> all right. um, 
Also, you're right. I am accustomed to this life and things like taking a bath in the warm ocean after a session at the gym at 9 a.m. Monday morning, London time. <laughs> so this is the problem. These guys, I forget what his, what his background was, but you guys will get to this level of success or, or not even level of success. You simply won't fuck up. And it's kind of like being sick. When do you know you're sick? Uh, when you can't do shit, you just yeah, have no energy. Yeah. When you feel like shit. Yeah. But when do you know you're healthy and should be jumping up and down because you're healthy? For me, it's always when I know I can go running. Right. But you take for granted health. Like you should feel like right now I feel great. You know, I'm going to probably go work out again, get this work done. I'm healthy, but everyone that's like normal. So you take it for granted. Like the, what pleasure is, is almost the absence of pain and you need pain occasionally to remind you like, Oh yeah, you could feel like shit. You know? Yeah. You could, you could uh, have food poisoning or you could have the flu. And then maybe when you get back to health, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm back. But then you forget a, a, a very easily. And what's going to happen with a lot of young men and women as you become older, you play your cards right and you plain don't fuck up. You're going to have this great life, but you're not going to realize it. And this guy, I think, was, was six figures, six figures, works remotely. I think he's down in Southeast Asia somewhere jumping in the ocean. And I think he was getting bored and wanted to go back. Yeah, here's the rest of it. I, I won't mention it on the thank you letter here. Um, but he was he was sitting and thinking about doing something with a girl. And I put the kibosh on that uh, because he was not appreciating what he had and what he had spent decades to work for. Ah. Um, going on. Seeing the words in black and white has enabled me to add it to the conclusion of this situation. So, of course, there's the slap in the face right there. Baba, but yeah, he is in a, a different country. Da, 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 da. Yeah, and I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to uh, mention his details or his name. But thank you very much, uh, Tony. I appreciate it very much. Uh, for five dollars. Five dollars. El orgullo de Jalisco dos. Mm-hmm. says, hey, Cappy, just wanted to vouch for your comments about Seattle. Zero out of five, don't recommend unless you want depression or be around weird pink-haired people. Oh, well, we got – was that from Nick or was that from, from – oh, no, it was from uh, the Spanish name. Yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah. seen him here before. Yeah, I, he's just – throw him into the pile of, of other men who've testified. I mean, Nick, Bacon, T.J. Martinell. John Steele, um, John Steele, myself. I mean, it's like I've I've had boots on the ground there before. I know I know what it's looked like. Yeah, it's it's just a even even ten years ago it was all right, but now I, I you couldn't. I it's sad. I get a friend who keeps. Well, when are you going to come visit? When are you going to come? Like I'm I'm done visiting. You come visit me. I'm not going back there again. I just I'm just not. It's it's depressing. It pisses me off. Chicago is. Yeah, Chicago is less depressing because it's like, oh, you still got architecture. People are reasonably attractive. There's not that many bums on the street. Uh, but Seattle is just like – Seattle is what hap- – okay, here we go. Seattle is what happens – Seattle, Portland, all that is what happens when you give white people too much money. Shit on the street, needles, <laughs> uh, just pure pure hedonism and decadence and, and the hatred of their fellow man and not falling in love, and it's all self-centered, and it's all let's shoot ourselves up with heroin, sometimes literally, sometimes figuratively – Work avoidance. That's that's all. There's not a, a a progression or the exercising of one's mind. It's it's just you couldn't even say hedonism because what is lying under a bridge, smelling of filth, 
wallowing in your own feces with your ghetto dog. How, how is that rewarding? How is that living a life? Guess where I'm going to be one week from today. <laughs> you got to get some pictures. Well, wait, can you legally take pictures of other people in Oregon? What's their, what's their yeah, role? Probably. Role? I don't give a shit. If I see something interesting, I'm going to text it to you. <laughs> Send it my way, yeah. The last time you sent me a picture that you texted, my my tweet blew up, which is great. So let's you get you take good pictures. Let's. Uh, we got another super chat. Uh, okay, pull that up. I think I think we're all good to go on. On this, I'm going to pull up the other email for the other fan mail. Okay, uh, for four ninety four dollars and ninety nine cents, big fella says if scientists figure out how to give every parent the option to make their kid a chad would this restore balance to the sexual marketplace i don't think it would because i i don't think it would either yeah. because you're focusing on the mere supply side of uh the, the economic equation um and what you would do is um the the women would then just go off the top 20 percent of chats based on previous behavior before i think they'd be happier i mean there'd be a lot i mean It'd be the same thing. Well, what if all the women, you know, became Jennifer Aniston? Well, then we'd start hemming and hawing, splitting hairs between, well, I like that Jennifer Aniston with the slightly bulbier butt, or I like Jennifer Aniston with the slightly bigger boobs. Um, Unless you made them all clones of each other. uh, Yeah, you'd, women would be happier because they'd be getting some real men, uh, but they wouldn't do, they'd still go after the top 20%. Yeah. uh, Because of programming. Could you say the same thing about us, though? Like if women were mainly thin and you know had long hair and they're really good looking, I think we would look for something spectacular. There'd be an, I won't lie, there'd be an element of that, but based again on the studies before of male behavior. See, I don't, I don't have, a, I, I tried, I form my opinions based on stuff that I know or evidence or, or data, empirical inf- information that has come before us. Citing that study again where, they lined up the hundred guys and the hundred gals, and you know there was ten of each in their respective one through ten categories. The men would more or less egalitarian sleep with anyone their looks or above. So if yeah. you were a three, you'd sleep with three and above. If you were a five, you'd sleep with five and above. If you were a five, maybe you know you, you'd ride the moped and sleep with a four. <laughs> Women were like uh, the eight the Pareto ratio of 80 percent of the women only want to have twenty percent of the guys. So I think if women got hotter you know we all made them you know jennifer aniston's oh we'd be a hell of a lot happier oh we'd be we'd be heavenly we'd be like happy but we'd still go after um we'd be more happy than the women because we'd be like wow our lot in life improved so we'd sleep with the quote threes uh jennifer aniston's and above oh my goodness yeah i mean go back to the 50s i mean it was you know 50s and 60s i got an article here about flight attendants back in the golden age of flight uh, and all the pictures of these gals, it's like, God dang, you know, like they're beautiful. They're beautiful. There's no obesity. Um, so yeah, it'd be like going back in a time travel and, uh, yeah, but men would still chase the threes would go after threes and above fours go after fours and above it. That's, that's what would happen. Huh? I speculate. I don't know. <laughs> It's going to say, maybe we'll find out one day, but I really, yeah. no, no. You know, when women are going to get thin, uh, next time we have a world war. Or something no, next like time that. once once communism comes in, women are gonna get real thin. <laughs> get oh, yeah. real Venezuela. Just look, just look at Venezuelan women; they're yeah. real thin. They had a mandatory diet. Yep, people are gonna get real thin. Communism is the greatest diet of all, and then some. <laughs>
Well, they're trying to vote it in, so maybe it will happen. Well, they, 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 uh, there's a piece of me that wishes it would happen overnight just so these people could learn. But the problem is we have the world's reserve currency. We do have a strong economy. We're the world's largest economy. Actual economic production is here. We do have relatively good private property rights. Um, and it's a slow chipping away uh, by the ignorant masses of these private property rights. So it's not going to happen overnight. It's just going to be a slow cancer that slowly eats away. And then once a main organ of the economy, like the liver or the heart goes, then it will rapidly uh, decrease. But I don't know if you ever read Atlas Shrugged, which I haven't, but I played Bioshock, which is just as good as the same thing. And I watched the movies that they came out with. I it's gonna, yeah, it's going to be that slow decay where unemployment is 16%. Um, Gas is like $40. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, like, okay, the electricity is still on. And, I mean, look at California. I mean, it will be like that, you know. Gross. People are living in poverty. There's traffic jams. Rent is super high and expensive. Gas is super high and expensive. Everybody's pissed off. Um, and then they're, they're going to be so brainwashed by the state. It'll be like, we just need more of this. We just haven't done enough, you know, cause you know, fuck why uh, Texas is doing so well. Fuck why Florida is doing so well. Don't learn from those guys. Do you uh, think this could happen within our lifetimes? You know, the next 30, eh, it, it, no, the collapse it's, I don't know. That's the truth. Lancers. I don't know. Um, I got, I got a hedge against it, you know, so I got to go yeah. find some right. other place to go. Precious metals, all that stuff. Yeah, precious metals, Bitcoin. Bitcoin's come up a bit now. Have you seen that? Yeah, it's up to like eleven thousand or yeah, something. I'm glad I didn't sell. There. I'm glad I didn't sell my uh, all of my Bitcoin. I'm glad I kept some of it. So that's yeah. uh, that's good. Um, but yeah, we we don't know. It, it'll happen. It's it's fated to happen because of demographics, because of the brainwashing, because of pussy Republicans who don't don't have spines. Uh, the main reason is that, um, what was it? I think Forney had a great tweet at Terror House Magazine where he said um, something along the lines of, yeah, liberals don't breed or feminists don't breed, but you dumb conservative people send your kids to the public schools where they brainwash your kids to be leftists. So until you got rid of the public schools and the, the leftist control over it, uh, that, that'd be a start. There's no way to save it. That's why I wrote, wrote a book called Enjoy the Decline, not hold your breath because soon good times are going to be here again. It's just we need to have a full-on collapse. We need, we need women to be having that forced diet of, uh, of uh, Venezuelan socialism so they really realize, like, oh, shit, this is the real world. Like, there's no money, period, for men to protect us from the harsh realities. This is what the real world is like and who your real friends are. Is it Maduro and Chavez or is it your husband you should have fucking married and maybe made a sandwich every once in a while? You know, that's that's what it really is. But well, they don't need no man. <laughs> they, they don't. Not not this generation, not the previous generation. I predict two to three more generations they won't. But the day will come. The state will give you a check, but it ain't going to buy you anything. Yeah. You know? No, yeah. Here's here's your here's your WIC, women, infants, and children. It's a food program. Here's no, I'm sorry, EBT. No, I think WIC is for food it, as well. EBT it, or WIC. Here's your check. Well, too bad. There's nothing in the grocery stores, and it won't yep. be until that point in time do they start to realize about economics. Hey, wait a second. Money doesn't have value. <laughs> uh, why didn't they teach me that in co in high school and college? I have 20 years of education. Why didn't I figure out that? Who know? Why did you know 
that's assuming they even have the energy to say, dude, did you know? Or to realize that epiphany because they just don't have any calories in their diet. <laughs> did you know that having kids actually costs money too? I had no idea. No idea. No idea. Uh, any more super chats? We're good to go. No, we're good to go. Good. Okay. Cappy, thanks for the advice from last year. I was a, I was an aspiring DJ that was having trouble balancing my job with my DJ career. Just wanted to let you know I made it to a year of being a self-employed DJ. And while it was hard, as the first year of self-employment tends to be, from what I heard, I'm so glad I did it. Thanks for everything, man. Continue to red pill people. See some. So that's from see some. And now we'll go into the box of mementos. I remember him. He's a younger kid. Um, and he had a daytime gig. And he, you would think DJing, oh, you know, like that's BS. You're not going to make that much money. But if you do it right, you can. And then ideally... You'd go become like an electronic music DJ over at one of the main casinos in Las Vegas. I'd love right. Baldoni's uh, thoughts on. <laughs> was it like five years ago that you guys did a, a podcast and he was like ranting about it? About yeah, yeah, no, he he's and and he's he's a libertarian. He's he's um, uh, I don't want to say mature. He is mature. He he acknowledges the market is going to have what it wants. He he's just very upset with the market that people are willing to throw. Hundred dollars to see Tiesto, and there's yeah. pictures of this guy. I don't, I don't know if you've ever been to Las Vegas, even know where it is there, Chad. But anyway, so there's this place yeah. called Vegas, and they do, hey, have you been to Vegas? Yeah, I've been to Vegas. A couple okay, times. so you know those big banners? They got posters of people in uh, uh, Celine Dion or whoever's yeah. in town, and so you could see and Tiesto. I remember because his face is all over the place, and uh, all he does is mix the records. That's all he does. But people pay fucking money to see him, man. And the casinos pay him a lot to to, to play. Um, but they, I think that bubble has burst, and that's kind of tamed down a bit. Um, but I, I, yeah, it's what whatever what, what makes people happy. You know what? People go see Baldoni because they they want to they they like um, they like Bee Gees music. Good for them. I hate Bee Gees music. It's kind of say Matt's like, hey, yeah, I could get your free tickets. I'm like, no, not again, Matt. <laughs> I don't need to hear "Staying Alive" again, Matt. I know how the song goes. I, and you guys are the great performers, by the way. I mean, if you like the Bee Gees, if you like the '70s, Lord knows why. Um, you want to see some phenomenal actual, or are you just a musician and you appreciate appreciate good musicianship? These guys are tight and spot on. Like I'm no. Uh, musician but i listen to enough dance music and stuff like that you know swing dancing ballroom and appreciate jazz like you're just hearing these guys like wow they are knocking it out of the park uh so just from maybe either a professional view or if you happen to like the Bee Gees, absolutely go see the Bee Gees in um in uh vegas uh because they're, they're very much worth it or on tour because sometimes matt will go tour with the Bee Gees. Well, they were in Chicago maybe a month or so ago, but that okay. con- their venue was sort of way outside the city. They were near the airport, near O'Hare. Oh, so I, n- I never even thought of going. I know you never think about going on the. Have you ever been on the other side of Highway ninety ninety four? Uh, yeah, it's not always the best idea. Um, when you get west, when you get west, so mm-hmm. the bad parts of Chicago are the south, obviously the south side. And right. if you go really far west, you're also getting into trouble there. What Hoffman Estates far west? No, or no, 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 no. Oh, okay. no. That's the good part. That's more northwest. I mean, like straight west from downtown. Has the United Center? Yeah, yeah. If you keep going, you're you're gonna hit some uh, neighborhoods you probably shouldn't be in. Okay, so if I go west on the Eisenhower 
two miles in from the lake and I go north or south, that's a bad neighborhood. Uh, not so much north, but definitely south. Okay. Um, Is that Cicero in the Midway area? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Once, you, once you pass there, um, you're getting into some weird territory. Okay. All right. It's been decades since I've been in Chicago. I remember landing at Midway because it was cheaper flights and then taking the L and kind of like, oh, this isn't the nicest. Not the, not the worst, but ain't the nicest either. Uh, can I jump in with a super chat? You may. I'm going to pull up the other email now. Okay. El Orgullo de Jalisco 2, again, for $5, he says, Cappy, I predict the collapse will happen when the U.S. military gets seriously defeated and everybody will realize that the U.S. dollar is worthless. I mean, can the U.S. military get defeated? Not really, but yeah, when, when, it's not even – well, any military can get defeated. The question is when um, – when are we going to get into a battle? You know, like when are we going to, we're not going to go up against China anytime soon. I know a lot of people, China's our enemy, Russia's our enemy. I'm like, nah, no, they're really not. We're all kind of real friendly right now. I remember the cold war. I remember when they were our enemy. Um, it's not in their interest to, I'm actually kind of positive on the international scene. Uh, there might be some flare ups with like an Iran or, you know, someplace we can just like, hello, how you doing? Yeah. We're, we're going to launch missiles far, far away and not lose a human life and make your lives miserable. Um, yeah, so I, I don't think uh, we're going to lose a battle. But when we do, yeah, that's going to be an indication to the barbarians that, hey, the Roman legion, the fifth legion uh, took a bath against the, the Celts. Maybe we can go and we can take them out. Uh, for $10, the beer should. I know, man. We're never going to get to this stuff. I thought it, I thought my idea would work. <laughs> I mean, it's a great idea. Actually. It is. It is. I just I was thinking like, oh, I'll wait till next week. I guess not. No, people got to do it. All right, what up? Well, the bearded nemophilist, nemophilist, um, for ten dollars, he says, started reading "Sanity Is the Future of Wealth" in my downtime at the Big Boy CNC factory today. Well worth the buck a month. Come for the article, stay for Mary Jo's chest. There also, also, how do I get the girls? Well, I that is that is a you need a doctorate in girl getting. Uh, but you know, for, it, it's good that you start with Sandy is the future of wealth. But thank you for being a patron member, and I like that. Uh, come for the the uh, Sandy is the future of wealth. Stay for Mary Jo's tits. She's got a nice rack. I never did. I tell you, like I knew her for like four years and never knew she had big boobs. How is that even possible? I don't know. Like I never, I even visit, I've like physically visited her. Like I drove through the country. She's in a particular town. Oh, Hey, you want to meet up? Yeah, we meet up and we hung up. I even got a picture of me with my arm around her left. And I think two years later, um, how did it happen? She's like, Oh, I got a great rack. I'm like, you don't have a great rack. Like, I didn't even see a picture. She's like, Aaron, I have an amazing rack. I'm like, no, you don't. I saw you just like cheers. She showed me a picture. And I'm like, holy shit, you got a great rack. Like, how did I not see that before? I'm going to guess it was wintertime when everybody's, like, covered up. Yeah, but I, we've we've exchanged enough, and I've seen her on social media. I, sh- I should have – maybe I'm just getting too damn old, or maybe I just – oh, it's Mary Jo. I, I don't know. I kind of – I kind of – like, how did you not see that, Clary? What the hell? Am I losing it? Am I becoming the gaze? What's, what's going on? <laughs> uh, but yeah, she does have a night. Nice, now that I know, I'm like, oh, you got a nice rack. Hey, let's make some money off of that. So uh, thank you 
for the donations. And yes, stay for the Mary Joe pick. I sent a, I posted a new one up. Cool. Last week, not too long ago, a couple days ago. <clears throat> so I'm aiming to do one a month. And uh, Mary Joe is willing to model as well. If you guys are, but you're gonna have to pay. You have to pay. Um, so we got the masculine geek guys might hire her out. A couple of my other colleagues, kind of like how people hire RJ out to be the token artist for their various uh, ventures. Uh, Mary Joe can be your token pinup girl for your various ventures. Nice. Uh, uh, for for five dollars, yeah. Eleanor mm-hmm. Rigby says. 47-year-old teacher using the summer vacation to learn code. Is it realistic to think that I could handle switching careers and menopause? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I think you could. I don't know. what's. All I, all, look, you're asking probably the worst two people ever about menopause. I don't know. They, all I know is they get the hot flashes at menopause. That's it. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, aside from that, I, I think you'll be fine. I, I can't see why you couldn't. Dude, that's the like the smartest thing she could do, though. Um, take the summer off, learn into code, get the hell out of teaching. If she did it right, she probably got her pension by now or has like something built up into the into the teacher. Fund. And heaven help her if it's the Illinois State uh, Fund. Oh, yeah. I hope she doesn't live in Illinois. Yeah. She's- yeah. But no, that's that's a great way. Because then here's the other. I guess you could teach till you're dead anyway, because it's not that hard physically. Uh, you just go up there and eh. Um, but coding, that's a, that's a great way, dude, you don't have to, you can do it remotely. It's, it's a, under, at minimum, she's diversifying her skills. She could ru- run a side hustle while she teaches. Um, it's yeah, summer's just, off. I mean, they, they don't have to do anything for like two or three well, months. They, but that brings up another good question. Does she need the money? I, I like it because it's a, it's a, uh, diversification of skills. It's an insurance pop move. Like, oh, what if the budget gets cut? What if something happens? What if I just want to make more? What if I hate teaching? What if the, here's what could probably happen. I, I'm curious if Eleanor has an insight in it. From what I've witnessed, because believe it or not, I do have teacher friends. They're a few of the good ones. <clears throat> Their main complaint is not the job itself. Uh, your, your rank and file teachers, it's the hardest job. Ah, shut the fuck up. You've never worked a real job. It's the politics where the state shoves all these mandates down their throats and they, they, they're, they're handicapped, their hands are tied behind their back, and they can't actually teach the goddamn kids, let alone discipline a lot of the kids. So that politics, I could see, is where inevitably that environment is going to become so insane uh, that anyone tuning into this show probably can't tolerate it for too long. So I think, I think she's just smart getting that extra um, that skill set down. And then if there's any lip or the superintendent or the principal does X, Y, and Z, she's like, toodles, bye. And then she goes and codes from a from a beach in San Diego. I don't know. Whatever she wants to do. But a menopause and age should have nothing to do with it. I mean, we're 47 practically. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think that matters. No. Um, we're caught up. Cool. Um, from Joey. Greetings, asshole. I'm a 22-year-old from Raleigh, North Carolina. Say hi to Vito for us. I love your uh, channel and feel like I know you on a personal level. I've read your book, Worthless Bachelor Pad Economics and Reconnaissance, man. I graduated from. Notice how you put from in there, Chad? See how you yeah. put from in there? That's because <laughs> he pays the fuck attention. And here is proof why he knew to put from. <clears throat> graduated from North Carolina State with a 4.0 GPA. Nice. Smart, smart people use the, the, the word from. And my degree in accounting and MIS. 
Yeah. There you go. I'm currently doing my master's in accounting and I'm planning on getting my CPA. Look, this kid's doing it better than we ever did. He's doing everything right. Yeah. Aaron and Aaron and Chad, major fuck ups. Improve your life over us. Uh, <laughs> after doing an internship in IT audit with a big four firm in a major metropolitan area. I have lined up with them and will start in summer of 2020. I have always wanted to live in this tax-free state and confirm that I would move there after reading reconnaissance, man. I also have no debts thanks to a large scholarship and my starting salary would be $58,000 with a possible $8,000 CPA bonus. I'm hoping to retire very early. <clears throat> this, see, this is what I, this is, I'm, this is also going to go into the memento box because this is what you can do if you learn from my fuck-ups. You learn from your elders. You learn from our mistakes. This kid has made no mistakes at all. And look at this. He's, he's staring down like at 65000 possibly in his first year in a tax-free state. He's never going to have to shovel snow. <laughs> and, and, and he has no debt. And he's going to get it, probably about $5,000 worth of C, free CPA study material. And he doesn't have to pay for any of the exams. Because if he's with a big four, that's what they do. That's that's a big deal. Yeah, no, he's he's just what I find ironic or, or tragic or I don't know impossible. And, and what I like about this art or this email here is he seems to appreciate it without having to go through the hell. Like I wonder, like did you did a little wandering in the desert? You didn't go straight to go get your masters, and then you you wandered around a little bit, right? Yeah, I mean, I was kind of on the other side, though, like the government side, IRS, mm -hmm. uh, tax court. Right. Where, what he's at in public accounting is a lot more busy and stressful, but it's good for him. Right. But what I'm saying is I wasted at least a decade fucking around with banking. Um, but that made me appreciate the position I have now. The yeah. problem is that for old guys, it could be the red pill. It could be a rich Cooper. Let's say, let's take Rolo Tomasi, which not to insult him. I think he's the oldest in the red pill community, but he probably has the, he does have the most wisdom. How does he convey dating a bipolar woman when he was younger, being on stage? How do you and I convey the mistakes we made to a younger man or woman so that they can appreciate the shortcut and the easier path we're trying to get them to go down. So that when they attain the success, like, oh, my God, I did it. Whereas somebody who's just given this roadmap, yeah, do X, Y, and Z, A, B, and C, and all of a sudden they have this great amount of achievement. Let's say you, you graduate <clears throat> with a master's in accountancy, and you get $70,000 a year, and you did all the right moves. Do you really appreciate it? As much as you would, had you messed up for a decade or so, wandered in the desert, had trials and travails, had failures, and then 10 years later, you made your $70,000? I think you have to know what it's like to struggle to truly appreciate what you've got. So I'm kind of with you on this. And I did have a few, there were time periods where, you know, it was not smooth sailing. That's why I appreciate what I do too. Right, right. No, and that's what you you had your your dealings with corporate America and bad bosses. Yeah, and all, yeah. All politics, bad bosses. Ugh. Yeah, and so I. But what I like about this letter is, it seems like he not only is making all the right moves, but he also appreciates and knows how bad it could be. You know. Um, yeah. Which is real rare. Uh, I have always been perfectly content spending most of my time by myself and enjoying playing video games, going to the gym, listening, running to your channel. 
and hanging out with my small circle of friends. I wouldn't consider myself to be socially awkward and don't struggle talking to others. I just tire of people easily. See, he's 22 and he figured this out. Took me till I was like 30 fucking eight to figure that out. Like, God, why do I hate everybody? Oh, they all fucking suck. Maybe that's why. <laughs> I also have never had much interest in dating or hook up with the girls. And he spells it that way. <laughs> and think I may be asexual. Well, don't, don't be. Say I'm a pan quadro sapio. Just, just maybe you're just not that interested. I could be. I could understand with girls your age not being attracted to the tatted up, head, shaved head, two hundred forty pound, five foot four girl. I could see why you might be asexual. Because of your channel, I have learned to be happier, improve myself and my confidence, and become a minimalist. I switched from a worthless degree, supply chain management, yes, to a marketable degree, accounting. Yeah, I've realized that society is full of lies, materialism, and worthless, inferior, dipshit people that are parasites, the contributors of society. It took me until I was 30 to figure that out, Chad. It took me until I was fucking 30 to figure that out. It took me about that long, too. Yeah. Yeah, but he's got it at 22. Now, how far is this guy going to go? Like, we got to pass the ball on to him. Once we're about to die and kick the can, we got to give it to – oh, this kid won't even – I wonder if he's going to remember us small people, Chad. You think he's going to remember us small people? I mean, he should because listening to you is the reason he's on this path. Uh, I also realized from your channel that being an introvert is not a bad thing, considering how society always shits on introverts and says that you should go to noisy bars and nightclub filled with normies and conformies. I will sit back and enjoy my bachelor life debt-free and low stress and enjoy the decline of society as it crumbles through the hands of Ocasio-Cortez. Your channel is truly life-changing, and I felt like I needed to share with you how it has improved my life. Thank you for all you do, and I wish more people would listen to your advice. Best, Joey, and we obviously want to keep his last name anonymous so he can continue to have himself a uh, a career. Sky is the limit for that kid. If yeah. Much now. Well, and here's the other thing. He wants to be a minimalist, so he could retire real early you know like he could he could be like you just sitting there on a beach smoking cigars uh doing his one or two hours of work per day this goes into the book 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 he did he said something else like being asexual if he's serious about that he's not going to be blowing money on you know well and even money i don't believe the millennial boys or the gen z boys are blowing money um on women it's more their time um because yeah. the nightclubs are dying. They don't really go. I mean, there's still nightclubs. There's still Vegas. There's Tiesto. Uh, <laughs> but I think a lot of them are just staying in. A lot of these kids aren't even drinking. They're going to like fizzy pop bars. You hear about this uh, trend? No. Is it a bar where they just have soda? Non-alcoholic drinks. Like they're specializing in non-alcoholic drinks, which is fine. That's cool. Makeup. I had one not too long ago. It was actually really good over at WA Frost. One of the few places I'll hang out in, in the proper Twin Cities. So it's like um, a co- coffee shop mixed with uh, sarsaparilla. With- yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess that's what they're doing. But I'm gonna I'm gonna save that one. That was one of the nicer fan mails I got. Um, anything uh, so, in the super chats? Yeah, I was just gonna say, uh, Cynic in Chief for five. Ah, bucks. good buddy, Cynic in Chief. Cappy the Scandajew with the five dollar <laughs> minimum for Minnesota taxes. <laughs> If I drive up there later in the year to Chicago, can I sucker Chad into going to Six Flags with me? Ooh, do you even like uh, theme parks? That's his specialty. He travels. The, now, now, you want to talk about a cool cat. Cynic in chief. 
he uh I won't say what he does. I'm just gonna keep it anonymous because he wants to stay anonymous. He has a, a job that allows him to work remotely. And then what he does come this season time is he just travels the world hitting theme parks. That's his that's his motif. Cool. Yeah. You've met him, right? I have met him twice. Yeah. Awesome. I'd love to tell you more about him because he is a really cool guy and he does really interesting and cool things. But again, I don't want to out him. I, I want to keep him anonymous. But this guy is the true going your not not MGTOW, like a going ghost, like do your own thing, uh, live on the road. When this guy dies, he will have no regrets. None. He will have lived the life of of like at least 20 men, uh, given his adventuresome spirit. That's awesome. Yeah, but do you want to go to Six Flags Great America? I I don't think I've been to that one. So I what? Well, I've been to the ones down south, like in Texas and some of the other states. But there's one an hour north of you. Yeah, Gurney. Gurney. Yeah, you've yeah. never been there. Not to that one in particular. Oh, jeez. Is it pretty good? I mean, I. Yeah, that was the big thing in Milwaukee. Is like uh, that was huge when I was a kid. You went to Six Flags Great America, and this was back in the day when Warner Brothers they had licensed Bugs Bunny and Wiley e. Coyote and all those guys. That would because if you couldn't afford. Disney World or Disneyland, you went to Six Flags. Or it wasn't even Six Flags. It was something else. Um, but you went to Great America. And now I don't know what their theme is now. But yeah, I even remember going there as an adult, uh, having a grand old time. Yeah, they got good roller coasters and everything. So if you want, that's that's one of the better theme parks to go to. Um, we just got another super chat. It's for $100. Whoa. No, 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 no. 100 Norwegian kroners. Ah, we got to yeah. divide that by five, I think. Hang on. What's a Norwegian kroner? It's actually 0.12 United States dollars. 0.12? So it's one-tenth? Well, it's actually 12 American daughter, uh, dollars, I believe. You pull it up? Let me try this. So he gave us 100. What is that? Yeah, it's $11.71. Okay, all right. You got me excited. It was a $100 donation. I'm like, dude, we're Stefan Molyneux money now, baby. (laughs) Uh, Do the right thing. Listening to my podcast is theft. If you don't believe that, you know, do the right thing. Is he even taking donations? Because I think he's just killing it on the Super Chats as well, right? Yeah, he does that. And frankly, I miss his old stuff. I used to enjoy when he'd have, you know, the truth about whatever. But now he just does these live streams and takes super chats. But he gets. I I don't know how he did it in the first place. Having all those shows, raising a daughter, being a husband, and then then also taking on the call in shows. I, the man was just a machine. I, I was like, I don't, I don't know how, let alone talk to somebody for an hour and a half about a problem that I'd be like, stop being a fucking pussy. See you. Bye. You know, that I ne- never, ever listen to those freaking call in shows. It's just, it's not entertaining. The people who call in are annoying. Mm-hmm. So I just don't. Uh, but yeah, it was by the spirits who gave us the Norwegian crone, a hundred, um, hundred of that it says, I have my own company earn more than I can spend. I've bought all the toys I need. Feel like I'm finished. No more drive to do anything. Any advice? I'll bet you kind of feel that way. I so. feel like that way. That's the biggest problem. That, and I've I've written about it. I think I even got a poster or something like that. Um, hang on. The uh, give me a second. Um, that's I've written about it. Uh, peerlessness. Look up peerlessness on either my channel or my blog. Let me try Aaron Clary existential crisis. 
the genius existential problem, the existential crisis caused by normies. This is going to be more along the lines of um, um, intelligence. Let's try no finish line. Uh, no. <clears throat> that we, We've delved about it before, and I've written about it. I, I wish I had the article. Handy. Uh, but yeah, and then you throw on top of it, if he's from Norway, he gets a social pension that's worth like a million dollars. Like he just gets because they have the oil. Um, that's right. Yeah, it's it's hard, man. It's really hard because um, – and here's another reason it's hard. People oh, it must be fucking hard having all that money. Da, da, da. It's like, no, it was hard to get all this money. It's not even money. It's minimalism. That's really what it is. Uh, and being in technology, allowing us to work from wherever – but you're not going to find that many because most people. I'd be curious. Have them write in the in the chat. The Norwegians seem to be way more intelligent, and way more mature than their American counterparts. I can't see the Norwegians getting into sports ball and other lowbrow, low IQ bullshit like that. It, they got to be. There's got to be more clubs, intellectual organizations, something that he can join, like the Alpine Ski Group. Uh, but there would be actual people there who are interesting to talk to. Um, yeah. You know, he's got to get out. And so maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Swedes just stay in, or Swedes, Norwegians just stay in and, and fit the stereotype that I have of them. But otherwise, man, you know, it's if you got the money, go travel. Um, travel to your friends, although that gets tiring after a while because, in depending on how old you are, you're going to, you're going to kind of burn out. Um, yeah. Because flying just gets tiring. Uh, even riding my motorcycle, it's kind of like, well, I mean, if it's new, it's interesting, but you're going to, you're going to, you're going to get, you're going to become a, a junkie, an addict to novelty. So you're going to try something new, something that you haven't done before. I've thought about, um, you ever hear of these uh, uh, power paragliders? No. They're um, hang gliders, but with a big ass fan to your back. It's basically the cheapest way to fly. So you start in a field, you wait till some wind catches your, your sail you hit the fan and you just take off and you fly around, you know, like a thousand feet above the ground. <laughs> Sounds fun. Yeah, it is. It is. So, but I, I'm going to wait till I get out to South Dakota. Cause I think there's like some flight decks you can't go above or below. And, um, <clears throat> South Dakota, there's not as much air traffic. So I, I'm going to probably go and try and do that. But, yeah, um, you ever scuba dived before? That's kind of one of mine is maybe get, I did up. snorkeling. I, I'm a real good swimmer actually. Um, Scuba just never appealed to me because, no. um, you know, like, oh, look at the fish. Oh, oh. And unless you really want to invest a lot. So that's the thing is I don't I'm not rich. I don't have a lot of money to get into scuba. You got to get the boat. You got to go out there. You got to get the gear. Same thing. Why don't you become a pilot? I'm like, because it's too damn expensive. You know, that's I, that's I, true. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, the stuff I got to do is like, well, I can buy a bike. You know, I can go pedal around or something like that. But if this guy has the budget, yeah, he could start pursuing things like that. But I travel, you know, just hop on a boat or a plane down to mainland Europe and get yourself an all pass and, you know, putz around, go hang around, get a bike. I think that might be some, just to pedal around Europe would be kind of fun, but uh, yeah, you're you, one, you are correct. There is a problem and increasing number of men and women are going to face it. And they're going to be primarily in my audience, especially if you listen, you know, like Joey did followed my advice. Um, and it's a problem to have, but it will be a problem. And um, it's going to be, no one can keep up with you. And everybody else is going to have debt or kids. 
And uh, yeah, it's going to be real lonely. It's lonely at the top. There's not that many people at the top of a mountain. Usually no one's at the top of a mountain when you get there. If only had it happen twice where there's somebody else there. You're like, holy shit, someone's here. Well, it's like you said, I even have this problem when it's my off season and I'm not doing a lot. Nobody can really hang out during the day, you know, weekdays. No, no, it's structured. Yeah. And um, for all the talk and the chest thumping and we're independent, we're all entrepreneurs. There's a shockingly number few of truly independent people that can, you know, call their own shots. You really see how much bullshit is going around in that community. Like, I'm going to set up my own business and answer to no one. And like, okay, well, where are you at? Where are you at? Where's your plan? Where's your strategy? You know, we're getting back. Yeah, we're getting backed up on this. All right, let's go through them then, I guess. Phil, for $9.99, says, you've mentioned a stupid tax and a high BP tax and charging $200 for, quote, how to get the girls. Was my request, parentheses, contract job so high because it was stupid or annoying subject matter to address? I think he sent you. He sent me, yeah, but which one? I got like three of them. And and not necessarily dumb ones either. His may not have been dumb. It may have been time consuming. He's um, asking about contract jobs. What contract. do you think? Did you? He thinks you overquoted him. Or what? Something? No, no, no. What's 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 his first name? It said it Phil. was John Phil. Phil. Yeah. No, Phil. There was no, no. It was length. Phil's was length. Did I see this one or? No, I didn't. Dude, your blood pressure would have spiked right through the roof. Oh, block I should. Have, I should have. I should have sent it to you. I should have. But <laughs> no did he um, use paragraphs or <laughs> no. He did use no. He, this it was not him. It was no. It was not the stupid tax or the blood pressure tax. That was pure time. That was pure time for me to read through that and have to sit and think and digest. Um, and then also, I won't lie. There's a little bit of like uh, overtime. A little one uh, yeah. where where I'm so the past forty eight hours have been so flooded. I'm just trying to catch up. And even him, I ha- I don't have that done. I got to get his done before I hop on my freaking truck or DT's truck and drive out to Rapid City. You know, and there he doesn't have internet. So, I mean, once again, by the time I get back to Rapid City, I'm going to be backlogged again. So it's, it's, um, it's basically demand is outstripping what I could provide in supplies. So I'm going to increase my prices a little bit, but his was pure time. Yeah, no, that, that wasn't, it wasn't stupid. That was, that was, and he admits he was stupid. Um, and he wanted to be beat up. That was the guy that had three kids by the age of 25, started having kids at 14. Mm. And I read through it and I just started, that was where my blood pressure went up. And that was a stupid tax. And that's where I truly believe you need to suffer in order to learn. Um, and here's, here's what's sad. Let's compare that client. I did the video. Um, the title of that video is the dick is the source of all your problems. It's got I saw the, that one. Yeah, the famous Berkland breathe where the where Opus and Bill the Cat are looking down their shorts. All right. So compare that guy to Joey, who are roughly the same age. I I can't Joey's got a dick. Joey didn't he may have stuck his dick in crazy, but he wrapped it up. All right. And yeah. he didn't have no kids at 14. I can't paint more clearer pictures and results of if you just don't fuck up and you follow right. the advice. And I, I, I guarantee you, the other client who had the kids, he appreci- he made his mistakes. So when he finally gets out of these mistakes, which he's going to do at a relatively young age, he's going to be very thankful for his freedom. And if he gets a $70,000 job, he's going to truly, really appreciate it. Joey, again, I think it's amazing. He actually seems to academically understand it and appreciate it. 
Uh, but guys, everybody learn from Joey and I forget the other guy's name. I'm not going to mention it, but learn from those two guys. I mean, you got a clear choice and path, man. You can, you can fuck it up or you can, you could join us, you know, and then, then I won't be lonely. It would be nothing. You know, it'd be great, Chad. You know, my, my, my wish in life, the three wishes in life and the one would have uh, infinite knowledge, but you know what my second wish in life would be? Uh, that you have a group you can hang out with whenever. Is that one of it? Or? A generation of my graduates all hop on motor cause and they retire at like 32 and we got a crew. We got oh, enough yeah. people. Yeah. And then it's like, Hey, Chad ain't going to visit us. Let's all go visit Chad. And there's like 40 of us fuckers all crashing over at your apartment. <laughs> be, yeah. I mean, there'd be enough, there'd be a critical mass of people that we could all like, you know, form a group and it's not this. One, you know, that guy in Norway and me out here and my other buddy in San Diego and my other buddy in Albuquerque, you know, there'd be thousands, thousands of us. Hey, we would rent out the entire golden nugget. It'd be fun. God, that'd be great. That's good food. I'm going to, I'm going to pig out there when I get there. Um, we're getting a little backed up. All right, let's go. Go, 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 go. Uh, For $5, Noah Acosta says or asks, how should millennials who paid off their student debt react to Sanders and Warren's cancellation plans? That's a good question. Anger I and all, rage. Yeah, Anger I paid and rage. all mine. I paid all mine off, yeah. so I'd be pretty pissed. I would also shame your friends if they get bailed out, and I would I would immediately defriend them, saying, you took the – I mean, now it depends how – let me think this through. <clears throat> if they say, yeah, I deserved it, well, one, you should be having friends like that anyway. But you should shame people, not at the expense – of your social life necessarily, not at the expense of your career. You know, you don't walk around swinging your dick. You know, I paid off my student loan dick. But anytime, like, if the opportunity presents yourself, like you're hitting on the same girl this other guy is, and uh, this guy's like, hey, baby, da 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 da. I'm like, hey, did you get the bailout from Bernie? No, yeah, man, it was fucking awesome. I'm like, yeah, I'm a real man. I didn't. You want to give me your number instead of him? I mean, you you will have moral superiority over these people. Um, I'll just and, be pissed, man. I'll be fucking. Oh, I'd be, I'd be furious. Obviously, vote Republican for the rest of your life, but I would shame people anytime someone says like I'm an independent person, and I no, 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 you are a parasite. You took the bailout. Fuck you. And and this is 100 accurately true. It's not opinion. You say you're no better than the bankers. You took a bailout. That's that you are no morally better than banker scum. Go fuck yourself. I don't want to have anything to do with you. And shame and remind them of that. That's that's what I I'm going to do because I you know of course now back in my day tuition was a lot cheaper, uh, but it still wasn't necessarily cheap and I paid it off. I didn't have student loans because I worked while going to school, but that's a foreign concept to people nowadays. I don't think they're going to do this. They better not. I'd be too pissed. That's another reason to split town. It's another reason. Um, I know if I was here's another thing that Noah can do if he's ever in a position of power to hire someone pull their credit report. And see if all of a sudden, the year that the payoff happened, all of a sudden their student loans went down to zero. You never hire anyone that had a bailout. You never you never contract business with them. You 100% discriminate against those parasites because they're parasites. Yeah, not only would you not want to hire them, you want to punish them at the same time too. Ugh. All right, what's next? Next is uh, Joseph Pham for $5 asks, what do y'all think of engineered truth now telling people to stop majoring in engineering and heavily promoting computer science and digital marketing? Uh, he's, I, 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 he has an opinion, um, and it really depends. I mean, he's obviously has a logic. He interviews all the engineers. He was an engineer himself. 
uh, and I'm sure he has good economic, professional work type of reasons, but there's nothing wrong. See, what I get a kick out of everybody, it, it's like, oh, don't go into this. Don't go into that. I'm like, does it pay? That's my first question. You Guys, you're not going in for work for fun. It's pay. Now, if you get into the ballpark, as I like to call it, meaning it pays. So that could be a nursing program. It could be a coding boot camp. It could be uh, a welding program. As long as you're in this big, it pays ballpark, then you kind of ask the second question, do I like it? So if, you know, Atham has a penchant for chemical engineering, he seems to like it. A friend of mine, unfortunately, I think she is dead. Um, she had, she loved electrical engineering for some reason. Um, so what, just because Matt Tran says, that's his opinion. And maybe he would recommend you don't. And here are the reasons why you can work remotely. It's coding, whatever his, his reasons may be. He's interviewed all these engineers. I remember he had an engineer. I think he was a chemical engineer. And the guy says, well, I dropped out of it because it wasn't fun. And I, become, I became an artist. And he actually did Ooh. become an artist. Well, no, but, but here's the thing is he has good artistic skills. He also has a work ethic. And now he makes more on the internet selling his art. My buddy Khan who's the most brilliant artist you will ever see, doesn't make money on his brilliant art. You know why? Why? Because he doesn't put it on the internet. He doesn't, he doesn't know how to do it. I'm like, Con, it's not that hard. I'll show you. After you, you know, we, we had that conversation about trying to help out people who just refuse to be helped. Yeah, and I know we got a lot to get to. I, it, I have a story for you later about that that happened yesterday. It's just Oh, well, maybe we could talk about, we got, we got all the, I don't know how much time you got. I got plenty of time. So we can, I, I don't have to go anywhere. All right. Cool. We'll, we'll, we'll remind me on that. Good. But, um, it, it, that one guy was lucky. He happened to have skill and the, the business hustle to sell his art. And yeah, if you can get away with selling art and that's what you like to do, go do it. I mean, if it was up to me, I'd make money raising wiener dogs and, and, and motorcycling for some reason. I don't know how I monetize that. Uh, <clears throat> but if you like, you know, civil engineering and you got into the civil engineering program, absolutely watch Mantran's videos where he interviews civil engineers so you know what it's like. But I wouldn't let that be the sole determining factor and everyone now piles into computer uh, science. I will, however, say everybody should be piling into where, Chad? Well, you're talking about STEM, right? Well, yes, but to finance your STEM degree, where should everybody be piling into? The, ooh. How's this going over my head? Um, Tree food, clothing, shelter, healthcare, intuition. <laughs> the only, the only Army, place Army. in your, uh, the military. Thank military, you. yeah, yeah. Military. Took me a second there. I was like, wait, you've said this before. The only employer that will take 18-year-olds seriously. It's the only employer. Because by God, you're going to take them seriously if you don't. And they'll make sure you take them seriously. All right, next question. Next one is from High Alpha for $2.00. Why did incel Roosh become a trad cuck scam? I don't think he's an incel. Roosh is not an incel. Yeah. He's a, he's a, his notch count is easily triple mine. He's he's not an incel. Yeah, I don't think he's an incel. Yeah, no, he went out and he pounded the pavement. He made his sales sales calls. There's no – and what was the second question about him? Um, when did he become an incel and a trad cuck? Like he's not, he, he, he had an epiphany and now he's going the religious route. His sister died. I, I know a lot of people are criticizing him on kind of maybe the abruptness of this change. Uh, but if there's one thing I know about Roosh and I've seen in his reading, uh, he's 100% sincere. 
Um, I, you may yeah. disagree with it. You may disagree with his choices, but he doesn't. Uh, I think he is sincere. I'm actually meeting him at the end of July because he's coming through Chicago and he's doing some things. He's on a U.S. tour. Cool. Tell him Aaron says hi, but Aaron's too damn busy running this fucking bullshit going on here. So, and I, I just, wish him the best. If if you say tell him, I wish him the best. That, that's that's and I do wish him the best. I will, but man, I wish you guys could have done a stream together. We anyway. we still might. I, but you know how it goes, man. It it's um and he's hard. He too, yeah. you know, he's it's not like you know these. You're asking, you're asking two of the world's greatest P-51 fighter pilots, one's in the Pacific Theater, one's in the European Theater, to fly across and maybe have a, a cup of coffee in Tehran. We don't got to, two different battles going on, man. <laughs> uh, Nick Schulander for $1.99. No, to hell with him. No, no, we skipped that. I told, I said, it's $5 or less. We got to get through this other shit. Everybody save your, it's, it's a $5 minimum super chat today. Not because we're being pricks, but because we got to get through other shit, uh, namely articles and fan mail and all this other crap. Uh, save it for next week for the older brother podcast. Gladly take them. Then my plan is failing miserably though. Cause we keep getting more super chats, but uh, it's yeah, five for, us. Yeah. <laughs> for us. Um, all right. He just asked, what do I need to do on Fitbit to become space? Nick? I don't know. He's the T guy. He can Google that shit up. That's it. Okay, we got a really interesting one here. Uh, for $20 Canadian. That's still from, good. That's very good. From MXWS. Mm. Says, you made one of the best videos I've ever seen. You're not being discriminated against. Against Life is just that tough. I'm 35, mediocre job, lots of freedom, paid for house in six months. We'll focus on experiences next. Thank you, Clary. Oh, no problem. Thank you. Was he minority or well, he's not a female. I mean, just, uh, he, no, he just, it, you were apparently very persuasive about you're not being discriminated against when it comes to like getting a job. And yeah, stuff. no, it's, it's that hard. That's one thing I learned. Uh, again, you got to have all the supports pulled out. You got to have no government money, no parental help, no handicaps, no hand ups, no leg ups, no nothing. And then you will find out how hard the real world is. And on top of that, not only will you find out how hard it is to survive, you're going to find out just what a bunch of fucking dicks people are, regardless of especially within your own group of people, you're going to find out like, it's almost like getting stabbed in the back. Um, regardless of where you come from, you're going to find out that most people are out there to fuck you over. And you could, you could say it's this race or that race or this sex or that. No, 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 no. Everybody's a dick. Everybody's an asshole. Everyone's a con artist. Look at the public, uh, not the public schools, uh, 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 the universities and college. You want to talk about a perfect example of quote, people are supposed to help out minorities fucking them over the most is these liberal colleges where they offer uh, Hispanic American studies degrees or a black history degree or something like that. They charge you guys 80, 100, 120,000. Heaven help you if went and got a master's in that bullshit. Chicano American studies, women's studies, that type of thing. But women's studies is a perfect example. And they bleed these people dry out of hundreds of thousands of dollars. They ruin it and they give them absolute jack fuck all shit in terms of real employable skills at the end of that degree. And all they got is a victimhood mentality if that, you know, at the end of that of that degree. <clears throat> and all these people who claim to be helping you and were your friends, they got rich off of you. And they crippled you for the rest of your life. That's where you got to look out for people in your own team, in your own backyard. 
who claim to be helping you. You know, that's, and so, um, when, when you look at life, how hard it really is just on normal mode, just normal. All right. If you happen to be of a different race or different color, different sex, different creed or different gender or one made up or, Oh, I got a, I got a head to head to his no life on basic normal mode hates your guts. And, yep. and, and if you want to throw out an excuse, that's fine. It's not going to change anything, but you're misdiagnosing the problem. Most people hate you and want your fucking money, period. And if you operate from that premise and you don't bother with the racism or sexism or complicated, you're going to do a lot better. Um, and so if it ends in studies, a degree, you're, it's pretty yeah. certain to be a work. No, it, yeah, right? it, but it, yeah, I mean, any, you, you know, teachers are your fate. You're they're your best friends. Follow your heart and the money. Let me ask. Let's look at the millennials and ask any millennials. Whose advice did you follow? Did you follow evil right-wing conservative Republican advice? Or did you follow the touchy-feely sweet-tasting lies of your teachers and your guidance counselors and your parents? Okay, where are you now? Huh. I mean, it's no different than the Republicans are telling you to eat your fruits and veggies and have some chicken breast, and the Democrats are saying, you pig out and have whatever you want because you deserve it. Oh, and by the way, if you get fat, it's because of those racist white people and those sexist dick people. That's uh, like, no, look at what they're telling you followed their advice and now your life is fucked up. The, the Venezuelans followed Hugo Chavez's advice and they done fucked up. Now their daughters are in Colombia being prostitutes and their parents are probably fucking happy because at least the family's not starving. I mean, there's consequences from this diagnosing the problems and underestimating uh, how hard life should be. It, I, yeah. But. You know, I'm I'm two thirds dead. I, I, this is I'm more like watching a game that's already got there. Maybe we'll see some good tackles. Maybe we'll see a safety, but the game has been called. Um. So MXWS, the guy who did the twenty dollar Canadian yeah, one, he just did a quick follow up for two bucks. He said, "I'm Mexican. Don't live in Mexico. Fuck that." Yeah. Well, at least he understands why he left Mexico. Yeah, I don't know if I'd live there either. Here's some um, nice, see, that's the I, I really, dude, that is so tempting to just go ride my motorcycle down there because there's some beautiful parts of Mexico. The coast, oh my God, the mountains, Copper Canyon, there's so much. But yeah, it's like safety. And not to mention the, the cops are going to rob you. You know, it's it's like, fuck. Yeah. Um, El Orgullo de Jalisco 2, uh, same one. We've got the Latinos here today representing. For $5, I'm in the U.S. Navy right now. I'm, I'm in the U.S. Navy right now, and now is the easiest time to get in. Just don't be fat, no criminal record, no health issues, and be prepared to work. Sounds like a someone you're trying to date, you know? Just don't be fat and yeah. don't have no criminal record. Uh, correct. I had a young gal. She wanted to know if she'd become a Navy engineer. And I'm like, yes, go. Because uh, my buddy, uh, Lieutenant Commander Alexi, uh, he was a nuclear engineer in the Navy. And then... Um, he became the number two guy in a ship or something. He was high, reasonably highly ranked. And then he got his 20 years. He's like, screw you guys. Home. And he's out. <laughs> he's collected his pension. Um, I'm going to go. We're caught up on uh, Super Chats. I'm going to use the restroom real fast. All right. I'll pee too. I'm going to get some. Right. Okay. Yeah. That, that, uh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat>
How long does it take Chad to piss? Tall and tan and young and lovely, the girl from Ipanema goes walking in. When she walks, everyone she walks past goes, ah. When she walks, she's like a samba who sways so smooth and then so gentle and so my uh, uh, yeah, that, what's up? Oh, I was just gonna say my um <laughs> my bathroom is uh pretty close to my desk here, so I always have to make sure I mute it because you'd hear <laughs> you'd hear piss. Who cares? Who cares? Leave it. Let it run. Maybe next time. <laughs> hey, before we go any further, um, so I texted you this morning. I said Elkins equals podcast. Yeah, and it was like at eight forty-five, and you said when I get home. And uh, what were you uh, doing out so early in the morning? I wish I could give you some awesome story about oh. uh, an amazing time I had, but I was actually at the gym. I was doing oh, a cycling gosh. class. No. I know. No. Boring. The GF was excited. I said, hey, Chad's not home. He's on his way home. I said, really? She's excited more about your life than I am. I was just, uh, well, she better come for my celebration then. You ever have a one-night stand? Uh, I'm not going to answer that on this. <laughs> oh, come on. All right, fine. I didn't know your family, your mom. I mean, hasn't, hasn't pretty much every guy who's, I've only had problem. one. I only had one, uh, shockingly few. Um, I, I, more I, this. go ahead. I have two. Yeah. When I was younger. Yeah. Not when you were older in the future. I mean, it's still a possibility, but I don't, that's, that's, that's <laughs> the joke, Chad. When I was younger, it's the Mitch Hedberg joke. Here's a picture of me when I was younger. It's like, Every picture of you is when you were younger. If you have a picture of you when you are older, there's something seriously wrong with time and physics. Ah, Mitch Hedberg, you ever hear? I don't think I've heard him before. Oh God, he's He's probably on YouTube somewhere. I hear music. Yes, you are not special. That's how everybody. You know, the guy says, "I listen to music," and the guy says, "Yes, you're not special. I too take it in through my ears." Everybody else does. You are not special. Everyone listens to music. Let's get the joke. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Get it. All right. Never mind. We're not in a Mitch Hedberg mode. No, I'll check uh, it out. All right. So you were you were exercising, being a good boy. That's not that. Well, it's hard for me to get up as early as you and Athen always do. Although he never sleeps. I um, I've been getting up almost towards nine. Uh, here's another <clears throat> fan mail. I can't believe what is from Jeff. I can't believe that this happened. I was at my college graduation ceremony. One of the professors or the dean or someone else important, I do not remember, was speaking at the podium, and he asked all the students who had a job lined up or a promising officer to stand. Everyone graduating in my major, computer engineering, stood up. This was no surprise. As prior to the ceremony, we were all discussing where we were going to work in the near future. This, of course, was not the same for other majors. I was shocked that he even would ask of such a thing, but I think more colleges should do this. Thanks to the political correctness that is especially strong on college campuses. No one is even breaching the subject of whether or not a major is worth the time and the money while making the request for students to stand. If they have a job lined up at the ceremony may not help the students who already graduated with a worthless major and may wake up future generations. Oh, Jeff, Jeff believes there's hope. Isn't it cute? Jeff believes there's hope. 
Yeah, it's, I remember that feeling. It's yeah, it used to be. Jeff, let me explain to you why I used to think there was a way to save. Because I used to think there was a way to stop the education bubble. And it was by simply educating younger people about the worthlessness of their degree. The economic nature of college degrees is that of a wedding. Okay. It's the people don't go to school for the education. They go to school for the college experience because what, let me ask you, Chad, what else did you have going on in high school? What did you have to look forward to in high school? I mean, remember I was in high school overseas. I did not have the right. typical experience. Um, I was just ready to get out on my own, you know, have fun, which really shouldn't be the case. If you're going to college, you're really there to learn. Right. 90% of the people only have college to look forward to. Yeah. Because school is prison. They can't wait to get out. And all we feed them is college. And so it's like no different than, than her day. Why do women live, Chad? Why do women live? Why do they live? Um, to have fun? No, no, no. No, they live for her day. It's oh, her I see day. what you're saying. Yeah, wedding, wedding. I got wedding you. day. It's her day. And then after that, fuck it, because it's all downhill from there. Men think a little bit differently. I think like, well, there'd be future better days than this. Matter of fact, I would never have a wedding. (laughs) You're like, no, we're saving the money. It'll be a little party. Hello, how you doing? Come to Vegas. Uh, But but there's not going to be a her day. The pure pissing away of money and waste of time and resources is insulting. Vegas Um, would be a good place to have a wedding. Yeah, you should try and visit that place sometime. Anyway, um, (laughs) to explain to Jeff... Uh, and anybody else listening as to why kids don't wake up, what else have they got? They got nothing else. This is why they sign away, you know, $100,000 on loans, just like girls sign away $100,000 of their husband's money on a wedding. Because it's this one big final party. There's nothing else to look forward to in life after that. It's like screw setting up a down payment on a new home. Let's just blow that money on a party. Yep. You wouldn't believe, well, you would believe how many people I've seen where they've gone tens of thousands of dollars in debt for their damn wedding. Same clients of mine. Clients might have done that. And gee, I, I wonder if they're going to get divorced. Oh, probably. God. Um. In fact, we should make it socially acceptable to laugh at someone for their choice in the major. Well, that's socially acceptable now. I laugh at college majors that are stupid all the time. Uh, if it matters to you, this happened at the University of Wisconsin Stout, which, while to- touting its placement job rates. Placement rates for jobs in relevant fields is not immune to issues with worthless or questionable degrees, at least according to the science. Blah, 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 blah. So there, that's not Madison. He's in some other university. Yeah, the thing is, when in doubt, go to Stout. If not there, go to Eau Claire. Oh, nice. Yeah, and Wisconsin is the flagship school, and I will never hire anyone from Madison, Wisconsin. Um, Doc. That's- Hey, that's where Cuddlecombs went to school. Oh, what a shock. What a shock. I mean, your engineers even come out Marxist leftist. I mean, it's just, it's a, I mean, I remember that back in the eighties living in Milwaukee. I mean, like Madison was just like, yeah, you guys are a bunch of fuck ups. Um, and it is, it's just, it's a worthless college. You never, but they got the Badgers, the bad, they got a good football team. You know, they have a heck of a sports rivalry with your golden gophers there. No, they don't. <laughs> No? No. Gophers never win anything. Well, they battle for some kind of axe. Oh, well, yeah, that border. But yeah, they get an axe. Yeah. But the Badgers are actually, the Badgers actually won a couple Big Ten competitions. The Gophers never have. Gophers are fucking pathetic. They've never won. They never will. You know why? Because they're too busy learning at the Carlson School of Business. Related. Related. <laughs> Hang on. Where did it go? Oh, 
Carlson School of Management, not business. Carlson School of Management. Hang yeah. on. Let's talk. Let's bring about that. How are we on Super Chats? Uh, we just have one more that popped on Let's here. Let's get that, and then I'm going to go to this because this is what I wanted to talk about last week. $5 minimums, guys. Um, high $5 offer. minimum, not not because we're being dicks, but we don't have time. Save, save your $2 ones for next week. Uh, high Alpha for $2 says, do you believe in the efficient market hypothesis? Yes. Yes. There. That's the, that's what there. You got a two dollar poll. You get a two dollar answer. That's. A, I'll be in Portland next week. I hope I get to do this <laughs> for my sister's place. Uh, all right. This is from NakedCapitalism.com. This is uh about a month ago. Some schools shuttering MBA programs, but don't share yet. MBA enrollments have been falling, and one of the side effects is that some MBA programs are going the way of the dodo bird. But sadly, this does not necessarily mean that the MBA degree is in decline. Unfortunately, internet MBAs are skyrocketing. Now, it may seem hypocritical for an MBA who clearly benefited from getting the degree, at least in pecuniary. Uh, Well, this is from Naked Capitalism. He's smarter than me terms to criticize these programs uh but your humble blogger graduated in 1981 when there were far fewer mba programs and the financialization of the economy hadn't started yet 40 percent of my class had worked in manufacturing meaning not just for manufacturers but for but in the make the trains run on time part of operations about the same proportion of the class were engineers i can't prove these points but <clears throat> I know these are true. Blah, blah, blah. Hang on. Here it is. The Forbes story explains that some universities are closing money, losing subscale MBA programs. Since their drain has gotten worse, the students are leery of taking on debt, plus foreign enrollments have fallen off thanks to Trump. And that was proven to be wrong. Uh, it was uh, the cost of MBA programs. Uh, the University of Illinois' G's College of Business has become the latest school to announce that it is getting out of the full-time on-campus MBA market. Instead, G's will focus more aggressively on its online MBA, the $22,000 I MBA. See, Chad, remember in the 90s, they put a vowel in front of the company, I or E, and then that made its market valuation 10 times what it would have been if it was just a brick and mortar company? Yeah. See, now they got the I MBA. Which has seen big growth since being launched in 2015. Why is G's giving up on its full-time MBA? For one thing, the school admits it's losing money on the program. How can you lose money on a $50,000? I know this is 22, but remember how the Carlson School is charging $56,000 a year? Yeah, ridiculous. Don't you need just like 10 students, some desks and a chair, and then like five professors? You'd have enough, right? Well, they're paying all those worthless administrators and, you know. Diversity assistant, reserve vice president, assistant, yeah. diversity. Right. Why are they there? I don't know. It's a, it's a government's program for worthless people. Um, <clears throat> there are a surprising number of schools in the same predicament. They have suboptimally sized programs that cannot support the expenses required to deliver a quality program. And that is why we have seen a number of schools drop out of the full-time MBA market. The list includes the University of Iowa, Wake Forest University's Thunderbird School of Management. Well, how would you like to attend the Thunderbird School of Management? What oh, I'm sorry. Hell? That must be in Arizona or something. I misspoke. It's the Thunderbird School of Global Management. Ah, see? that changes everything. <laughs> I remember kids majoring in international business. I'm like, so what? You take a class on exchange rates? What, what the fuck? Uh, Virginia Tech and Simons College. Many of many are putting more resources behind their undergraduate business programs, specialty 
masters in business and online MBA programs. Nearly uh, today, nearly 32,000 students are studying for an online MBA at the 25 largest programs in the U.S. At the same time, Gee's experienced declining interest in its full and part-time MBA programs. Interest in its online MBA has exploded. Applications to its IMBA are expected to hit 3,200 this year, up from 1,099 in 2016, even though the program isn't yet ranked among the best online MBAs <clears throat> in the U.S. So worthless. I know. I know. Now, hang on. See, I got my MBA at obviously a non, you know, IMBA, and you're doing all this worthless group work. You just can't learn this stuff online because it's pointless. Well, what do... What do business MBA programs, but but business colleges, business college, we're business college, we're we're MBA. What do they always claim to be in the world of business? You're talking about the, the normal ones or the any internet? business college, but especially the MBA. What is well, a would, word that every business college, especially in their MBA program, they all claim that we're creating the future what of America? Leaders, leaders, I hate leaders, leaders. So related to this, um, I'm driving northbound on 35W. Atham, look this up. It's a cigar lounge I go to on the south side because apparently that's the only cigar lounge available now. I'm going to go visit my nieces. And just north of 494 is a billboard advertisement for guess which school? Uh, Sorry, you're in Minneapolis or you're in Vegas? Minneapolis. Oh, it's got to be Carlson. I mean, that's what they're... None other than the Carlson School of of Management. And you know how it's a good college, Chad? What, they have fancy, like, happy-looking, rainbow-colored diversity people? No, Every great Ivy League college advertises on highway billboards, right? I mean, you know it's (laughs) top-notch if it's on a fucking billboard. It's like you were just driving along and you see that and you're like, oh, I think I will get my MBA. Well, yeah, and you see it like uh, St. Cloud State has that. A lot of the colleges run it, but I always pay attention to the Carlson's one because one time they had a, a master's in IT management. It's like, oh, go fuck yourself. There's not one person on the West Bank of campus, which is where the Carlson School is, that has an IQ above 100. All the huh. IT people are over there, and you're you're going to be the fucking big idea guys. They're going to manage the IT people that do all the re- IT management. We're just so intelligent, everybody. And they have their leadership prize. So this one was different. This billboard was different because guess what they were advertising? Well, if it's not that, I'm going to say, I you got me. I can't. What think was of what was the previous article about? What the naked capitalism article? Yeah, the naked. What was it about? What's the newest latest trend? Oh, the fucking online bullshit? The online is a, and it was like online MBA or IMBA or something like that. And it said, convenient, there are two traits. It was like convenience plus your own schedule or something like, like remote and you it can do it at your own schedule. <clears throat> it's not freaking useless. I agree. Not all, well, we all know this. All, 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 co- all business colleges, unless it's Ivy League, are completely worthless. And the only reason Ivy Leagues have any value is because of the network. Now what you're learning. You can learn everything you need to know right up here and just thinking through because all business is logical. Maybe you got to learn MIS. Maybe you got to learn accounting. But the rest of it is bullshit. You can go to your local library, figure it out. You don't need to go to school. All business schools are worthless. Yeah, and I fucked this up. I did fuck this up, but at least I got a good network out of it for where I live. Right. But here's what is even a 
you want to see just how dumb and hypocritical and fraudulent and why you should never go to a business college. They all claim to be teaching people what? To be what in the future? You know, managers, leaders. just Leaders. Worthless. Now, in 2019, the Carlson School of Fucktardos in Management finally got off its ass and thought now in 2019, now might be a time to offer and market an online MBA. When, when 20 fucking years ago, the technology existed for that. And the reason I know the technology existed for that is because when I was 24, I was drafting my first fucking class to be taught online. Remember when I used to teach classes online? Yeah, you actually had you you had that and you, it got sold, right? The, right, yeah, that's yeah, but I I created those. There was a company that had way more hustle. Way and then guess what? Guess who started it? Well, you. Like No, what, no, what no. I, I I I drafted this was a company that was starting to offer classes online. Guess who created this company? I was merely creating a, a class for this company. Um, who, who did it? It was an it guy, not an MBA, not a Harvard graduate, not an Ivy, not a Carlson school of management. It was an it guy who was teaching online it classes. It says, well, this can be rolled out for other stuff. And the guy made a mint selling it. Something that a Carlson school graduate would never make because they're too stupid. Uh, he figured out 20 years ago. Me at the age of 24, I'm drafting up a fucking class to be taught online 20 years ago. And now you dare have this accredited, dare accredited my ass. This entity, this legal entity, this institution of education, higher learning, an advanced MBA course, dare tell us they're going to teach us leadership when they're 20 fucking years behind the eight ball on this shit? It's a joke. And that's why... That's why, I mean, I know I pick on the Carlson School of Management because it's personal. And I'm not going to stop until I get my, not pound, but tonnage of flesh. And anytime, Carlson, you want to buy me out and I'll never talk about you again, you can pay me for the hell and the waste and the lies you put me in. Thousands, thousands, tens of thousands of people through. But you should never go to business school. Ne unless you major in accounting or MIS, right? But you, yeah. but you, yeah. you never go to business school. Never. It's a waste of time. And, I agree. and I'm trying to shine the light. Here's a, here's a glaring example. I'm driving one. I'm driving past an advertisement on a billboard. That's how sad and fucking pathetic. These schools are becoming Two. 20 years after the internet had more than enough bandwidth to teach this shit online and from the comfort of their own home. Now the Carlson school of management with its leaders and innovators and insights. We're going to teach you leaders. Oh my God. Hi. Hey, Bill, maybe we should offer you hear of this internet thing. They're talking to the Dean, whoever the fucking Dean is over at the Carlson school, you know, Herman, some, some guy from fucking world war two. I don't know about this internet thing. Do you think we could, uh, oh, Jim, I think maybe we could offer it online. You know, those kids, they, they do that internet stuff. Mm, how do I know if they're studying if I can't see them? <laughs> and now, so, now, now Herman finally died or Gertrude, whoever the fuck was in charge. And now you got someone who's maybe 58 in charge of the, who's like actually done emails. Says, hey, wait a second. We can do this online. You know, because... We've only been buying shit online for 20 years. We've only been studying other classes for 20 years. Now, now the leaders, the, the people who are going to teach you leadership at the Carlson School of Management, 
Hey, for what's the online? You want to take a guess what the online tuition? Yeah, what do you think it is? All I can say is if it's like on the same level as their non-online tuition, that is just highway robbery. That is just they're pickpocketing you. <laughs> All right, online MBA tuition. Here we go across the school of management. It's it's got to be lower. They can't. It better be. Yeah. Oh my God! What? It's higher. Fifteen hundred dollars a credit. Oh my God! I'm gonna do a quick calculation. Hang on. What is what is an M- how many how many credits do you need for an MBA? Usually it's about sixty, or maybe a little bit less. Sixty. Yeah. So we're 60. talking uh, ninety grand, roughly. Maybe they have a lower hours requirements for the online stuff. Because it's two years, like you're supposed to do 15 per semester. Okay. All right, $1,500 a credit for something I could get for free at the library? Yeah. Um, Hang on, admissions, admission requirements, tuition, financial aid. Well, academic experience, I got to see what um, curriculum. Here, I want to see what the curriculum is. It's just depressing. Year one. While you're Chad, looking can, at that, total, can can you add this up? Can you add uh, this up? Yeah, one sec. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Okay, let's do uh, eight plus eight plus eight. Okay. Plus eight plus six plus ten <clears throat> plus four. Yeah. Okay, what are we at? I wasn't too far off. It's 52. 52 grand. Well, that, those are the uh, add five more. Plus five. Yeah, what are we at? I got 57. Okay, so it is almost 60. So it is almost a $90,000 program. That is just, these people should be arrested for doing that. Hang on, hang on. You know what? I want to see if Western Governors University has a MBA. Because that's just as accredited. No one's heard of the Carlson School of Management. I'm going to try to not be a nice guy right now. You guys, we put the $5 minimum on Super Chats for a reason. <laughs> yeah, guys, we're not. Well, keep in mind, they, they may have just tuned in. There's, they don't know. That's true, uh, yeah. Yeah, just so everybody knows, we're, we're doing $5 minimum Super Chats. Guys, in the chat room, just to remind people if someone puts it where, and the reason we're doing that is because we got to catch up on articles and all this other stuff. So it's $5 minimum. Uh, save your money for the $2 or whatever dollar ones. Anything under five bucks, save that till next week uh, when we have it here. This is why, and this is, we want to, it is, you know, older brother, asshole consulting kind of podcast. We want to warn you guys. We can't just talk about the Aaron and Chad show. I want to highlight this stuff. Okay. Here's a perfect example. <clears throat> um, it's a two year program, right? For an MBA. Yes. yes. Western Governors University for a six month term is 3,800 bucks. So let's just do this 3,800 times four. Three, eight, zero, zero. Guess, guess what it costs to get an equally valuable MBA program degree from Western <laughs> Governors University. Just as accredited, people are going to look at it and say, oh, it's accredited, and they're going to value it just as much as a Carlson School degree. About 15 grand, which 15 is not horrible. Grand. Not horrible. Not horrible. But let me ask you this. Now, you're, I'm glad you're a CPA because you could do the cost-benefit analysis for me here. The Carlson School of Management costs $90,000 
for their online program. Western Governors University costs 15000 which is more? Well, obviously, you know, Carlson's more. It, it's, it's a joke, Chad. That's that's the joke. Uh, yeah, this, when it comes to numbers, I just take it too seriously. <laughs> the fucking Carlson School of Management is charging like seven to eight times. You got to be a fucking fool to go there. Well, you know they're not alone on that. All these other MBA oh. programs. Yeah, I mean, what's your old alma mater charging, I bet, nowadays? I'm going to look that up. I graduated in 2011, so I entered it 10 years ago, and I'm going to check what they're charging now, and I'll yeah, tell see, you what they charge see what, me. See what they're charging. I'm real curious. I'm going to go through the rest of my email here to see if we got any more fan mail because it has been we have dangling. A few, we have a few super chats too. So. Okay, we'll get to that. I just, I just got to want to clean up. They do make it so hard to find the tuition. Just Don't they? I wonder why. Western Governors University didn't. They they touted it as one of the first things you saw right on the website there. This is just, I, I paid way less. I still got ripped off. So <laughs> it's, it's $56,000, tuition for the two-year MBA program. And that's for one year. So you have mm -hmm. to double that, you know, 56 times two. And I still have it on here. I'll tell you what I paid, you know, in 2009 and 2010. So you can see how much it's risen. Let me find it. Yeah, I paid uh, each uh, semester. No, not semester. Each year, I paid about thirty-five k. So it's gone up twenty thousand dollars per year since then. I don't know how they justify that. <clears throat> and that's just the uh, tuition. That's just the tu oh my god! Is that the online? No, this is the real deal. Like I don't think Notre Dame doesn't have an online one yet, but I know they would charge just as much for online. Hell, maybe even more. Just. Just go to Western Governors, guys. I, yeah. And you know what? Don't get an MBA. Whatever you do, don't get an MBA. Are you nuts? It's not even worth your time. They're worthless. Unless they're, your employer is going to pay you, don't get an MBA. I agree. Like all I got out of it, you know, besides the debt, was I did get some good network connections. And I needed some hours to be able to take my CPA. But nobody mm -hmm. else in my program had that angle. Right. So... All right. I think I'm all caught up on fan mail. We are all caught up. All right. Let's, you want to catch up on some super chats? Yeah, let's catch up on some super chats. And then, um, uh, well, let's, while, while we're here, let's hang on one, one real quick. Things from Zero Hedge. They quoted a uh, <clears throat> research at Payscale. Uh, U.S. college students currently working on the degree are in for an unpleasant surprise when negotiating their first salaries. That's because at Statistica's Felix Richter details, according to a new study conducted by Clever and undergraduate students in the United States are overestimating what they're worth by a varying degree, depending on their major, comparing average expected salaries to mean actual salaries as reported by Payscale's college salary report. Clever reveals which majors are particularly prone to unrealistic expectations. Now, Chad, which type of majors do you think overestimate their value the most? Uh, I'm going to say it's the ones that uh, end in studies. Or are we nope. just sticking to MBA right now? Nope, no, no. Out of all of them. Out of all of them. Ones that overrate their degrees. Um, yes. So it's oh. not just the degree, but you have to think about the mentality of these type of students. Oh, business, easily. Business. Business. Yeah, they, they, <clears throat> they overestimate it by fourteen thousand five hundred dollars. 
It's because they watch movies like Wall Street and they think they're just going to step into that situation. And Yeah. So here's what I'm thinking. The average business major is going to make about 45 grand coming out of uh, college. And if we don't, oh, I did that wrong. So they're, they're overestimating their income by a third, by a fucking third. That's rough. I know my classmates did that. Well, and you're supposed to be in business. Shouldn't you have to be able to do some market research and figure out cost averages? You know, like what the, what the going rate is for that. You guys are in business and you fail <laughs> by, by the widest market business. You fail by a third, a freaking third. They're too busy partying and, you know, and not being Networking. responsible. Networking. I hate that word. Oh, my God. Networking. I'm going to go to this networking. I accidentally remember when I was in Vegas and I accidentally went to that networking meetup and I thought it was like people talking about like, uh, what was it? Oh, entrepreneurs, like self-entrepreneurs. I'm like, oh, well, they're going to talk about entrepreneurship. And everyone was just networking. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, I actually do remember that. Um, <laughs> dude, All right. let's catch up on some Let's catch up. All right. All right. So for $2, uh, Jacob Ashirov says, accounting plus international relations, I think, IR, with language paid for by ROTC opinion. If it's accounting, do it, especially if it's free. Hang on, Chad, turn off your uh, video. You're, Is it getting you're, grainy? Yeah, you're okay. turning into a robot. Okay. Is this better? Not really, but go ahead, go ahead and read, read that again. It was kind of in and out. Okay. Jacob Asheroff for $2 said, accounting plus IR with language paid for by ROTC. What's your opinion? If it's accounting. I think you should do it. Yeah, it's accounting. You should go do it. But I don't know why you need, international relations is not. That's not a subject. It's I don't not. care if the I don't care if the ROTC is paying for it. That's a waste of your time. There's there's two expenses here: the taxpayer's money through ROTC uh, and your time. Your time is not worth that. I would rather learn a language than get international relations. So if there's a particular language you want to learn, I'm kind of on the fence about languages. I understand they're not, it doesn't really help that much um, because translators are so damn cheap. <laughs> There's so many people that pissed away. I'm studying Spanish. Like, good. Have fun. And, uh, and so many people are bilingual anyway over in Europe. It really is. It's, it's not, not that much of a demand, but if there's a language you really want to learn, sure. But accounting is, is your primary dog there. Uh, but I would not piss away a second of your time learning fucking international relations. That's that's that does that's not go go study uh, dust bunnies. Go study dirt. There's there's nothing fucking. There's nothing there about international relations. Not at all. I mean, it said IR, so I assume that was international relations. Yeah. That's what your your buddy President uh, uh, Obama and Ocasio Cortez studied. <laughs> Did you know she was a bartender? <laughs> yeah, uh, for six months. Yeah. Okay. You hearing me okay now? That yeah, I can hear you now. Try the video again. See if that. See. It's still a little bit grainy, I think. Gra grainy is fine. It's the audio that really matters. No one, again, no one is paying here or coming here to look at our looks. This is, this is audio, right? Like, no, no, I got the video now. All right. Yeah, your video's fine. Yeah. Okay. So for $9.99. Jeremy S. asks, what are your thoughts on sliding into someone's DMs on Instagram? Uh, you mean to get the girls or? Yeah, just to say hi. I mean, are you a fan? I think that's a thing. A lot of people go on Instagram, they see these hot chicks, and then they try to message them directly. 
in uh, on Instagram. I'm not on Instagram all that much. Well, I'm on Instagram, but isn't it like every other social media? You got to follow them. They got to follow you before you can direct message them. I don't, uh, sometimes it's private, but a lot of them are public, especially the famous people. So you can just message them directly if you want. I've well, never I, done that, yeah. But. I mean, if you're a fan and you like the person, Hey, what's going on? I'm a big fan of your work. Well, but if you're trying to get into girls, no, abandon the internet, go on. You got to go. It, it's all, if, if I had to make advice, if this is about getting duck girls, it's all day game now, pretty much uh, night game, but you don't want to go to a club. I, I would just say meat space game. You have it's that's about the only way now. The internet. I know, I know. Some of you will do it. I use Tinder and it works really great. Well, yeah, okay. You're in that one sect where uh, there's no men, or I don't know. But that, that works in that one. But in general, I'd say online dating is dead. There's way too many bots. Chad, I mean, back me up here or not? Disagree with me? What's your opinion of online dating? Is it worthwhile? No, it's not. And that did you read or listen to Roosh's book from last summer? It was called Game. Did you check that? I think you did, didn't you? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. It was Lady I was confusing it with. I read both, though. Yes, Game. Um, he, he's too clinical for me. I, that's why I like Dead Bat and Paraguay. But yes, I did read Game, and he made a very good argument that that online is, is freaking pointless. Yeah, I mean, that's that's not something you should be spending your time on, I don't think. Yeah. It's and you look at the computer screen enough already. Um, I would absolutely not be, yeah, forget online game. Uh, I mean, sure, if a gal comes across and it's cute and tech, hey, okay, fine, say hi. But if for every minute you're wasting trying to DM some Instagram model, <laughs> was it? I always am shocked about how when a woman puts up uh, an image on a dating site or Instagram, whatever, within an hour, she's got hundreds of messages. Hundreds. Yeah. I fuck that shit, man. Go out in the real world. It's like those conservative chicks that steal you guys' uh, ideas and then just go on YouTube and. Yeah. Hey guys. So <laughs> I was thinking corporate America isn't worth it anymore because of like all the political correctness. You just give me money. Yeah. <laughs> there was a gal I was willing to puppet master. <clears throat> she was gorgeous. Well, she still is gorgeous, and she was an economics major. I'm like, dude, just I'll write, and you just put your face on it, all right? Oh, no, I couldn't do that. And this is like before the, the conserva thought thing. This is like five years ago. Do you know how much fucking money we would have made by this time if you had just done what I fucking said? Uh, minimum five figures and probably yeah. six. Yeah, more like six, more like six. But uh, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. Okay. So TZ for two Canadian dollars. We don't do, we're not doing, guys, don't give us the money if it's under five. Again, we're not doing it because we're dicks. We're doing it because we don't have time for the small ones today. Save the money till later. We got to get through articles and things today. So no super chats under five. Again, not being dicks, just unless it's really important worth $5 from you. Cool. Otherwise, just we'll do the $2 ones at the Older Brother podcast. We'll do that there. Is it a short, sweet one? Because I hate it when they donate and then we, we're pricks not answering it. This is one of the most broadest top questions you could possibly ask. <laughs> well, when you get your five-character limit with your $2 donation, out of curiosity, what is it? Chad, how do you invest in any advice on this topic? Jesus fucking Christ. Skip it. No, skip it. Skip it. All right. Sorry, TZ. Um 
So Jacob Asherov, this is the guy that sent that question. We've already gone through this, but he adds to it. it says accounting plus IR, I guess, international relations with language paid for by ROTC opinion. I already gave you $2. So buy a small frappa flipping Chino with it. By the way, should graduate at 20. What did we say about this? We said don't bother with international relations. Yeah, don't bother with international relations. Yeah, no, it's a worth it's a worth it's not worth your time. Save save your ROTC or your GI bill for something else. I'd almost like minor in IT or computer science, something. They get free tuition, right? With the GI. All right, that's the deal. You go join the military, they pay for you. Yeah. Cool. No, and then you enlist then you enlist as an officer. That's that's the other thing. Go with accounting, dude. I mean, yeah, it's not exciting, but uh, it's enjoyable, and you may make a lot of money. Tell them about all the sweet, sweet trim you get as an accountant, Chad. Oh, yeah. They just walk into my little office there and immediately <laughs> right. start trimming. Right. It's it's sad. It's, it's so sad being Chad and all the girls that chase his tail. Definitely having some problems handling it. Um, <laughs> uh, we are caught up with the Super Chats. Sweet. Um, let's talk about you and, and the women's, uh, <clears throat> your industry, especially your clientele woman dies after performing dangerous webcam sect acts report dies dies. Sure. Didn't you? I thought you would, of all people you would have heard from this. Cause you, you got the, uh, you're kind of the, uh, the CPA, the tax accountant to the webcam industry. Ooh, I need to hear about this. This is industry research. A UK woman died from suffocation when she strangled herself for an online creep who paid. Now, wait, now why is he an online creep? Because he's got he's got a, a fetish for that. Because they have to use shaming language against what, us. Why? Yeah, I'm sorry. Go on. Go, I, I apologize. No, that's all I'm saying. Like you know, obviously, some guy is a creep for offering to give money to a woman who's going to accept it. What a creep, huh? What a creep, but she accepts it's like two to tango. It's like men are all responsible for all legitimate, illegitimate pregnancies. Like, what? <laughs> Excuse me. I, is the word binary ever, you know? No, right off- we, we have all the responsibilities. Hey, you know. And this comes from Fox News. Ooh, that doesn't, that's not jiving. Oh, hang on. Let's look up Ebony, Ebony Bowden. She's the one who wrote it. Ebenezer Scrooge. I'm, I'm saying choking is not exactly my favorite, uh, you know, cup of tea. It kind of is a little freaky. Yeah, of course, it's a woman. All right. <laughs> and I have you ever had a woman, like, choke me, uh, say choke me? Um, No, but I've had uh, one before that's like, you know, I want you to bite me. I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, that kind of kills it all. Like, ladies, I mean, you got to really – Find out if the guy wants that or not. Um, yeah, because that 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 has, it was so derailing. So, sweetheart, it's not just the men asking for this. Well, that same girl, she actually bit up both of my arms. You know, the next day it was just full of purple on here. Ooh, I know, crazy. a little bit crazy, isn't it? <laughs> a little nibbling here and there. Nothing wrong with that. But that I know a guy that died from that. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. He was in the news, and it was one of those things where. Found dead. Uh, and then the coroner, you know, there's nothing about the coroner's report. And then we find out later through the grapevine. Oh, yeah, he was into that kind of thing. I'm like, yeah, I, what? How do you get to the point of death? Like, don't don't you just pass out and then you start breathing again? Like, you don't die. It's right like that, that James Bond movie where that happened. I think it was Goldeneye. Like yeah. some guy just got strangled um, in one scene during sex. Yeah, but I'm not I'm not a doctor but okay 
if you pass out, I, I, you don't go straight from breathing normally, choke dead. There's breathing normally, choke, pass out. Well, listen, even if you're passed out, if they're keeping any air from getting in, like you're going to die. Okay, but wouldn't you, not to sound too grotesque, but you're, you're going at it and you're choking out your partner, which sounds horrible. All right, once they go limp, don't you be like, hey, maybe I ought to open, like they're fighting and they're smiling and you could tell they're conscious. But then once they go limp, don't you kind of like open up, you know, like stop choking them so they can breathe once again? Like then you go too far? You would think, unless right. you know, he wants to fuck dead people. What's that term? Necro- Necrophilia. Necrophilia. Yeah. But I'm just kind of, there, there's a breathing time. Because um, I don't know, have you ever passed out? Passed out just randomly? Yeah. yeah. Well, not randomly. I, I passed out doing jujitsu, and I passed out one time where my friends bet me I could do this like Actually, really hard and walk straight, and they were right. You can't. No, I, I came – I sort of did. It was like an 100-degree weather day, and I decided to go running, and I basically <laughs> had to find a bench and just be like, oh, that did happen one time. Right. I'm just saying that you should come back to breathe, but apparently this woman didn't because uh, – a woman died from stuff about uh, for an online creep who paid her to perform dangerous and degrading webcam sex acts while he watched from home. A coroner ruled Wednesday. Now I'm wondering, are they going to go sue this guy for manslaughter? I mean, they shouldn't if it was an accident, right? Yeah, it's an accident. She agreed. I, do women have agency? Are women equal? Because I mean, they can make decisions and enter into contracts, right? I mean, you're right. The word creep there, <coughs> totally, you can't say that. That's, that's Well, cool. it is kind of creepy. It, it, it's, a, it's like a foot fetish with the risk of death. <laughs> yeah, like it's a little bit eerie, but I mean, he was offering money and she wanted to take his money. Yeah. So. Uh, disability worker Hope Barden. See, boys, boys, gentlemen, I want you to make sure that your daughter majors in the liberal arts so that she has to resort to stripping and choking herself out on web sex cam acts. Okay. I'll do your taxes for you. Yeah. Disability worker Hope Barden, 21, was moonlighting as a webcam girl to make extra crash when pervert Jerome Danger. What? <laughs> what are these words? That- I know. I mean, like the judgment. I mean, let me ask you this. Would they say the same thing if this was within the gay community, like guys whipping each other and choking each other out? Would would that make or is that celebrated? Well, it is Fox News, so I suspect they might treat it the same way. Well, but can't they don't have to be. Can we just get a web, uh, not a website, a news channel that isn't like dildo man attached to himself like CNN, nor the squeaky clean uber right-wing christian like oh that's perfect one to feel a girl's boobs can i just get like a you know a normal guy named steve.com and he gives that's, us the news that doesn't sell because all they give a shit about is clicks and advertising money if you're wanting to be normal not gonna sell no. uh paid her to strangle herself then watch as she suffocated on march 18th without calling for help oh that might be the issue without calling for help uh, but Danger, who police said encouraged Barton to perform increasingly dangerous sex acts during the three-month relationship, will never face charges after he was found dead in his prison cell. Whoa, this gets interesting. <clears throat> he was in prison on April 15th this year. Authorities said that he had been online when Barton died on March 15th and made no attempt to raise any emergency response when she was in danger. The woman's distraught family said she was left to die by death. No, 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 no. She was raised by poor parents who, who had an absentee father, whether there or not, 
who didn't teach her to go major in the right thing and get an actual career and a degree. And obviously wasn't raised right to say, hey, look, if you're going to do this webcam shit, don't be doing this choking crap. Da, da, da. Maybe just do the cute Instagram model girl thing. I love it yeah. how, it's, how it's this guy's fault in prison. He's never even touched her. Now it's his fault. Of course, we get all the responsibility for things like this because they don't have agency. Uh, after D- Dagar, by Dagar, after an inquest into her death ruled it was an unlawful killing, the woman's body was discovered by a roommate in Burton Upton Trent before police eventually arrested the pub landlord in connection with her death in May. Where is this? I Burton Upton Trent. Upton Trent. This is England. This is, well, this is an example of very poor journalism. This woman, obviously, the the writer of the article, obviously wants to paint this guy as a creep and that. But then, when it comes to like you know the who, where, one, what's, and hows. We're kind of getting a little sketchy here. The woman's body was discovered by a roommate in Burton Upton Trent, which I guess is part of Trenton, New Jersey. I don't know. It's uh, United Kingdom. This is United Kingdom. Yes, it sounded very British, those names. You know, like, yeah. Be- before police eventually arrested the pub landlord in connection with her death in May. So the guy, the landlord, I guess there's a pub down below and a room upstairs to rent. And now the pub landlord was somehow tangentially involved in this. Otherwise the cops wouldn't have arrested him. And so now there's a risk. Like let's say you're in the United kingdom. Who knows if this rule is true or what laws are governing it. If I'm a pub owner and there's an apartment up above, am I somehow responsible if this gal's webcaming and, and doing drugs or something? Apparently, which is a little scary. Barnes' mother said her daughter, who worked as a disability carer but became a webcam girl to earn extra money, was beautiful and intelligent. No, she was not fucking intelligent. If she was intelligent, she would have majored in engineering, and she would not be dead. She would not have to resort to stripping or, or webcamming or choking herself out. Words have me. I'm sick and tired. Yes, she was beautiful. That's why she was paid for her looks and not her brains. If she was intelligent, she would not have, what, what do you think? Social work major, whatever the UK equivalent is? Yeah, I don't even know. Like women's, they have women's studies? Oh yeah, they do. But here's, here's what pisses me off. How much you want to bet any woman listening to me right now, unless they're regulars listening, think I'm the dick, think I'm the prick. When I'm trying to make it so they don't have to resort to this, this woman wouldn't be dead, and you girls would actually close the fucking wage. It just pisses me off how the truth is just so hated. It's uncomfortable truth versus, you know, soothing lies. No. It's always like that. But your daughter was not intelligent, sweetheart. She was, she was probably average intelligence. I'm not saying she was a moron, but she was very average. Do they have a picture in this article? Uh, yeah, she's, she's good looking. I don't know. She, <clears throat> there's no need to, to uh, I'm gonna look care about the, the, the deceased. I don't, I don't want to. This is on Fox News, you said? Fox News. Like... She, yeah, she's good looking. Yeah. But, uh, you know, kind of let her rest in peace uh, and called for better regulation of the industry. How about better parenting? I mean, God, oh, my anything but taking the responsibility. Yeah, maybe we fucked up with our daughter. Anyone with daughters or other relatives involved in this terrible industry must be aware of the risk of harm. Kate Barden said in a statement, you know what? I am going to look up Kate Barden and I want to see if she's a, if she's an accountant. I or she was it. one of these dumbass moms that just says, follow your heart and the money will follow. Oh, I found I found what you are reading. Staffordshire. Uh, 
Hope Barden was moonlighting as a webcam girl to make extra cash. <laughs> webcam girl. Yeah, it's all about the poor kid that passed away. Um, I mean, she looks okay. You can't really tell. I'm, it doesn't matter what she looks like. The gal's dead. That's the whole point. I, it's, I don't want to... I'm just comparing her looks to my cam girls. They do their taxes. Yeah, <laughs> Are you doing industry research? It was exactly. <laughs> she looks good in a couple of these. There's other pictures of her. I'm I'm just amazed that the parents don't make the connection of like absentee parenting, lying to my children. Do whatever you want. The money will follow. Well, YOLO, you know. YOLO, yeah. And then, oh, wow. Amy was was working as a webcam girl, and she choked herself out. Whose fault is it? It's that rat bastard guy sitting in prison 300 miles away. Not our fault. Not our fault we didn't raise our daughter to go become an accountant. No, no. Mm. We just. Oh, all right. Any more super chats? We got another one here from right. uh, Cynic in Chief for five oh, bucks. Thank you, Cynic. Says Cappy is into necrophilia, beating dead horses like Republicans being worthless and being mad at millennials being stupid, getting worthless degrees. Wait, run that past me again. Why am I? I'm angry at horses. What? Uh, no, he's saying uh, Cappy is into necrophilia, beating dead horses like Republicans oh. being worthless and being mad at millennials oh. being stupid, getting worthless degrees. See, see why I like this guy? See, he, he's, he's smarter than your average bear. He'll him and uh, the talented Mr. Fuller. Uh, yeah, they are. call it like they see it. Well, Fuller, well, like Cynic in Chief Fuller, uh, he's uh, he's up in Utah, and he's I think he's Mormon, and he's a true minimalist, true stoic, uh, stoic. and uh, every once in a while, say something. He's he's the one who has the most points for make uh, for proving me wrong. He has proved me wrong more than anyone else. Um, Mr. Fuller has got a very sharp wit, like uh, Cynic does. I need to make a very quick apology. Was mm -hmm. it last? Was it last Friday where you had um, TJ and a couple other people like doing a guest uh, podcast? Yes, I had them on because once again I was super busy dealing with bullshit. So I got in the chat and mm -hmm. I said I was just joking. I, I went in there and said this podcast sucks because I'm not in it. And they actually read that, and I think TJ's feelings got hurt. So I apologize. TJ would, yeah, no, you gotta. He he would. He's he's such the nicest guy. I was, I was uh, just kidding. I really was just kidding. So. Yeah, he. I I think he'll he'll. I'll, I'll explain it to him otherwise. Because he, what I didn't I didn't mean anything. He 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 probably was like, no, TJ, we're picking on you, man. That's a. I even tried to set him up with these girls. Like now, I'm randomly finding cute girls wherever. Um. So I, I've, uh, you know, they got a, a beverage cart girl on the golf courses. Oh, nice. Yeah. I didn't know there's a beverage girl. Me and the GF went golfing and they bring you beverages and the girlfriend gets herself a drink and she was like, you know, cute and young and bubbly. And I'm like, you got a boyfriend? She's like, no. And I'm like, how old are you? I'm old enough. She knows I'm not, my girlfriend's sitting right there. And I said, what, you, you, you got, how old are you? You're like, I'm 19. I'm like, you wow. looking for a guy? like well yeah and i'm like okay i got a guy who lives in seattle it's kind of far away i'm like don't give me your problems and, um so 19 huh yeah it could work because tj he's 30 but he's still as naive and innocent as a 12 year old i mean he still believes in santa claus for god's sake i mean he's he's really really nice kid um but it could work you know 
look, you gotta, I gotta help the kid out any way I can. He's not going to find it in the town he's at. He's definitely not going to find it in Seattle. So every once in a while, there's like a cute girl, like another cute gal. Uh, she was looking for a husband and kid. And um, I gave her advice and consultation, an asshole consulted client. I'm like, well, look this guy up. And I don't know if she did or reached out to him or not. Probably not. Um, which again, makes me wonder, all right, how many of you actually are looking for uh, a husband or not? Uh, okay, I'm cool. And we're clear. Yeah, we're clear on the super chat. With this one. All right. Let's go. You know what? Let's do some sponsors real quick. Then we'll do some asshole consulting. Then we'll do some more sponsors. Then we'll have super chats. I think we'll have cleaned it up. It'll be a good cleanup session. Uh, we did the business majors. We did the Carlson School. We could delete that. We did our Nita Sarkeesian last week. Ladies don't major in liberal arts bullshit. Um, <clears throat> June, Worthless Degree Awareness Month. Make sure that you don't have a daughter that chokes herself out dead on a webcam. This right here. Chad, do you think this would have saved her life? Would Haley or whatever her name still be alive if she had read this book? I think it would have saved a lot of people's lives. Yeah. So uh, if you want to present uh, prevent the outcome of death, get the book Worthless for a loved one that you care about, especially women, since women and minorities are especially targeted by big education to sell them worthless degrees. Uh, you can find that on Amazon. It's available in paperback, Kindle, and audio. Praxy, get the Praxy app if you need to contact me directly through the captain's old phone for emergency asshole consulting services. I am on Praxy. No one's contacted me, so I don't know if there's something wrong with it or what. When I advertised this before, I'd get like two or three a week, actually. I used um, to have that app. Like, there's an app, right? You yeah, there's an app. Yeah. It's for people who are specialists. Like, you, you'd be a perfect candidate, and you might as well offer it there, Chad. Like, you're, you're a CPA. And so if someone's got a tax accounting question real quick, they just praxy you and uh, it comes over on your phone. You talk to them on the phone, you answer the question and then you okay. make money. Yeah. So um, give that a shot. If you happen to be a, a specialist of some kind, you may want to offer your services over praxy as well. It's spelled P-R-A-X-E-Y, <clears throat> praxy. Download it on your phone. You got to go online, provide payment information, things like that. Uh, assholeconsulting.com. If you don't want your daughters choking themselves out over the internet for a felon, 300 miles away in prison. Maybe you should hire my services, assholeconsulting.com, so you know how to, like, fight. You know what is tragic, but I'm 100% confident in it, uh, is when I get child-rearing advice from, from fathers. Why, why is that bad that you should be asking me for child-rearing advice? Asking you specifically? Yeah. Why Why? Why is that funny? I'm getting asked for child-rearing advice. Well, one, you had a vasectomy. And uh, two, I don't think that you would be able to give them advice that they would want to hear. <laughs> well, yeah, I have no children. But you see, it, parenting is so bad nowadays. I could just look at it and it's common sense. Like, hey, stop having your kid running around screaming at the restaurant. I mean, we're not talking high-level parenting here. We're kind of like, hey, train your kid to be toilet trained by the age of five. Uh, hey, maybe your kid shouldn't be spitting on cars over the street. You know, just, 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 I mean, no, no brilliant father, but I look at these things and, like, maybe. I'm going to do just a very quick rant here. Short. You may. I hate it when I'm going grocery shopping. And there's a fucking full family there with like really young kids and mom and dad. Why do you have to bring everybody to the fucking store? You know, they run around, they're noisy. 
just leave them at home and somebody goes there. Like the mom can go shopping. There's always a family affair. I don't understand that. You're making it worse for yourselves and everybody there. I don't really see that as much as I see um, kids. You know, I do my grocery shopping at night, even early morning. Oh, yeah. And by early morning, I don't mean like 6 a.m. I mean like, you know, 1 a.m. because I'm still up. And then I see, you know, there's the single mom, of course, with her little toddler. It's way past his bedtime. It's like, bitch, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, if they're single parents, it's still bad, but I understand. If you have a mom and a dad, just one of you fucking go grocery shopping. You don't have what? to. Or do the grocery shopping during the daytime. Yeah. You know, do it Do it after work and then go home. What are you doing? How piss poor are you with time management that your kid is up at 1 a.m. shopping groceries with you? That is definitely pretty bad. You know, I, but. Enjoy the decline. Vasectomy for the win. I'll be Ronald, or not Ronald Reagan, Richard Nixon. Vasectomy for the win. Uh, where were we? Uh, let's see. There's no super chats. You no super chats. Be- no, I had, hang on, hang on. Oh, that's right. We're doing sponsors. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so also everybody, uh, I've switched my email at Asshole Consulting over to my Cappy Cap email. So if you go to the contact page at assholeconsulting.com, just use my Cappy Cap email. Uh, but do check your spam folders because uh, with the Asshole Consulting email, which will be coming online once again, uh, I will be trial running that one more time so I can use the official Asshole Consulting email. Um, you have that there. Uh, sponsors, more sponsors. Got up here. The Pence Principle, written by Randall Bentwick. Did you ever read this, Chad? Yes, I did. Well, I didn't read it. I actually got the audio. Okay. I have sons. I love them. I also wish them the best in life and i did not invest my time sweat toil and love in them to see their lives ruined by petty people angry people or politicians who've pitted the sexes against one another and it will be a cold day in hell if my sons are ever going to endure the despicable nightmare justice kavanaugh did if you have a nephew a son a husband an uncle or a father you love you owe it to them to get them this handbook our boys are too valuable to send into this world unprepared and basically it's uh uh, randall was real pissed off when uh, this Kuantaha there made her 36-year-old fake rape accusation against Justice Kavanaugh. And so he went through and put together basically an advice book for his sons that would also apply uh, to any young man or old man today. And then what the – wasn't there a gal that claimed Trump raped her 30 years ago? Oh, yeah, that's recent. And if you look at her, if you look at her, she's hideous – she did this interview on, I think it was CNN with Anderson Cooper, where she was like basically showing how crazy and stupid she is. And mm-hmm. they, immediately, they immediately cut to commercial when she was really. That was pretty okay. funny. I, yeah. Anderson Cooper should be ashamed for even having that woman on, or if it's even his choice. That 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 is because isn't she like seventy years old and has like red hair or something? Yeah, she's hideous. And there were pictures of her, you know, from back when she was saying something happened and she looks mm-hmm. terrible then. Trump does not do that. To, she doesn't fuck like ugly people. Yeah, no, that, that's one thing you'd say about Trump. He does not fuck ugly people. Um, yeah, that's that's a, and, and I think it's kind of a. What do they call it? A milestone. Uh, I think she's kind of nailed the last nail on the coffin of believe all women i now i hate i remember 10 years ago a woman said she was raped like but damn we better we better get you to the hospital get to your cops who was the guy look like let's go get him now i'm like oh oh, where are you now 
Sorry, don't believe you. And for I, I feel real bad for you gals that are raped or were raped or uh, truly sexually assaulted. Uh, we want to get the bad guys. We really do. But your team uh, has, has, and that is feminism, have made so many fake rape accusations that now the majority of them, and maybe maybe it's not the majority, but what gets media attention, the vast majority of it, ends up being fake or ends up being dubious. And uh, I'm sorry. I I know I don't believe women anymore. And and now uh, this is why the sponsor came to me. Here's a book where the bigger threat is a fake rape accusation. Not even rape is one thing. It talks about sexual harassment and um, losing your career and all that other jazz. Um, But yeah, so the Pence Principle, I think that would be a great book for every young man out there before they go off to college. Um, Oh, here's another book. The Four Pillars of the Neo-Renaissance Man, written by Eric Deslores. I think I pronounced that correctly. Well, the font's very small. Um, I'll read the four chapters. Here, you go ahead with this. I got to make it. You go ahead and take care of that. I mean, the the chapters. You know, go ahead and take care of that. Uh, He basically is talking about the four pillars of becoming a new man in today's uh, world uh, that is very challenging. It's just a short book essay really uh might provide some philosophy uh, because how do you become a real man mine is mine is well you you engage in vice and sin and drinking and booze and drugs and adventure um which is hedonism he he advocates responsibility vision mission and purpose so something to consider four pillars of the neo-renaissance man there's the uh, cover right there for you guys got that there uh, continuing on Masculine Geek, um, I keep advertising or advocating people subscribe to their YouTube channel because they need 2000 to monetize, but now they're taking a hiatus, so I don't know what happened. I really look forward to that show, even Rurb. Uh, but uh, if you would subscribe to their channel, that'd be great and get them above that 2000 mark so they can monetize. You'd be doing me a favor. And if you don't like, oh, screw those guys, subscribe to my channel, both this one and the Older Brother podcast. I appreciate it very much. If you would like the video, if you're tuning in now, what else? Going home to Cherry Valley. I don't have that book. <clears throat> Never came in the mail. Another book by M.L. Lewis. It's a man who leaves his wife to start a new uh, life in his hometown of Cherry Valley, but then she comes back. I did not read it because if you want me to read a book, it costs you a lot more for me to review a book. Uh, but take a look at that if you're interested in fiction. It's kind of like divorce porn for men where the girl comes back, which she never does, gentlemen. Wow, okay. Me and Chad know somebody where she did. <laughs> it happens every once in a while. That's not one. Cafe Richese, Cafe Richese, Cafe Riches. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it actually is damn good coffee. He said, I haven't tried this one yet. He sent me, uh, Louis sent me four. This is... Uh, Made by a, a conservative man in Fort Collins, Colorado. Uh, you can have it grounded. <clears throat> Actually, I should go make some more coffee. I should go have coffee. It's 148. GF ain't getting back. Oh, we got two hours. I got plenty of time. Uh, it's pretty good coffee. Uh, I haven't tried this Daybreak one. He sent me four. I was not all that excited about Kim's blend. The other two were really good. So it is really good coffee. Caféricheze.com. He's probably it's not pronounced that way. Help out our sponsors there. RDK Legal. RDK Legal.com. Russell. 
Russell does one thing and he does one thing only divorce. He wakes up, <clears throat> has coffee, takes a shit, maybe not in that order. Then he goes to the office and then he divorces people and he does it with a smile on his face. Go to rdklegal.com and look at how him and his buddy, who's from Minneapolis, by the way, are very happy doing divorce. They're very happy. They're excited about divorce and you should be too, especially if you are getting divorced because you might as well be happy about it if it's going to happen anyway. Uh, I would also recommend that if you live in Florida or Illinois, that you contact him before you get married and he will give you some advice there. He is licensed in Florida and Illinois. So if any of my listeners are about to get divorced, want to get divorced, divorce has crossed your mind. You think about getting married and getting engaged. You are engaged. Living together in sin, contemplating living together in sin. Trust you me, it's worth dropping a couple hundred bucks to have a conversation with Russell. That's rdklegal.com. Check out Russell and his buddy there. Uh, Minnesota Gold Buyer, mngoldbuyer.com. Minnesotagoldbuyer.com. Go get your precious metals there. Through my buddy Mike, you can call him at 763-657-7843-763-657-7843. MNGoldbuyer.com. Let him know Cappy sent you. If you like to advertise on the old Claremeister's online media empire, which is actually kind of growing. Getting a lot of people. It's nice. Thank you for, if you guys recommend me to other people, thank you very much because the show is growing. Uh, you can advertise on the show. It's $100 a month. That gives you a Cappy the Horror 4 video. I plug you like I have these guys. If you send me the product, I could show it to you people on that. Um, I'm going to have Mary Jo start doing ads for me. I think that'll be better. Can you hear me, Chad? You there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And over here. Uh, did fan mail. All right. My books, there's reconnaissance, man. That's for any of you people out there who don't know where to live in the United States. All right. I suggest you read that book before you even go to college. Okay. If you are in college, and you're wondering where to take a job, get reconnaissance, man. If you have a job, or you think about transfer, get reconnaissance, man. If you ever plan on moving within the United States and would like to settle in one place, please get the book reconnaissance, man. Chad, what do you think it costs? Uh, I can't remember. Was it like 10 bucks or something? Like 10 bucks or something. What does it cost to move multiple times? Cause you didn't figure it out right the first time. As I've had to do that a few times, it's not cheap and it's very agonizing. Mm-hmm. And you, bucks easily. Yeah. For you. What if you're a family like DT and you have like 80,000 metric tons of junk? Well, he just hires an asshole to help him <laughs> carry all that stuff and then ride all the way to South Dakota in exchange for free lodging. I'm looking forward to that ride because they're, I'm going to leave a little bit earlier than them. And How long are you going to be gone? I'm going to be gone about a week. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I got to work on my property. Um, I got to meet with the builders and the construction guys and the, the designer. And, you know, what do you want? Do you want this type thing? Do you want that? Do you want this color kitchen? Do you want that color kitchen? And I'm like, I don't care. Make the deck nice so I can smoke on it. Um Although I am going to go for a late 50s, early 60s, early modern type of look. Uh, again, when you walk in, you'll feel like you're a James Bond villain. And I'll be standing there with my ass kind of like, oh, I'm all Mr. Bond. I have yeah. a cigar. And they'll call me Macruccio or some other James Bond villain name. Um, yeah, but I'll be there and getting all the. It's not going to be a fun trip, I'll tell you that. It's just going to be work that's all it is is work 
So then in three years, I won't have to ever work again. Uh, so there's Reconscious Man. Black man's got out of poverty. I wrote that book because I'm racist and I really hate black men. I, I want him to get out of poverty. Hell of a cover. Dude, I get it. Yeah, with her buddy Marcus, too. I get a kick out of how people actually claim that's racist. These white SJWs like, oh, he wrote this racist book. It's like, do you hear yourself? Do you fucking hear yourself? How to get off drugs. He must hate people. Um, Bachelor Pad Economics, that is my flagship product. That book will easily earn itself back if you read it and follow the advice therein. Worthless, we've already talked about that. Enjoy the decline. If you are pissed off with the direction that the country is going and you wake up angry and pissed off and it lessens your life, you're letting the liberals rent free in your brain every day, please get the book Enjoy the Decline so that you don't waste the rest of your life being pissed off. Be happy. One thing, what's the number one, well, not number one thing. What is one of the top things that we have that liberals don't, Chad? Uh, well, I was going to say happiness and friends. That's That's true. That's true. Common sense, logic. What about our women? Well, they're a lot prettier than liberal women. Our, our women are way better looking than liberal chicks. We have sex. We have good sex. I mean, just compare Fox News to CNN. Oh. Yeah. the same thing. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're flagship guys, a gay guy. Again, fine. No, no problem. Gay rights all the way. But when your flagship guy is, is a homosexual, which is fine, uh, I don't know, you know about the remaining 98% of your male listening audience. I That... uh. Who's the judge, the Latina judge on Fox News? Oh, uh, a Pier- Judge Piro, I think she, is her name. For a 50-year-old woman, she's got some legs that will not stop. Yeah, she, it, Jeannie Piro, that's ooh, it. Ooh, yeah. Ladies, aim to look like that when you're 52. Holy cow. Hey, which one did you write first, Worthless or Destroy the Decline? Worthless. That was my second book. First book was Behind the Housing Crash, but I don't really recommend that one. Well, I mean, you, I recommend it. You can read it, but you kind of know what happened. Um, I recommend it to anyone looking into going into banking. If you're majoring in finance or looking to work in banking, read that book first. You'll, I'll save your fucking life with that book. Every one of my books, for the, for the five to six hours it's going to take you to read and the 10 to $20 it's going to cost you, I will save you decades of your fucking life and hundreds of thousands of dollars and not only foregone time, but actual opportunity costs in terms of money. Yeah. Um, Curse of the high IQ. That's for all of you guys listening right there. Poor Richard's retirement. That's how to retire on the cheap uh, and how to, it, it, I guess it would be, it's not better titled, but the subtitle would be how to eliminate materialism or your addiction to material things in life. Um, it's really more of a book on psychology, which then enables you to retire on the cheap and early. Because everybody buys shit. Uh, and then we have the best of Cappy's books. There's Captain Capitalism, Top Shelf, Captain Capitalism Reserved, and Love Letters to the Left. Which is in that pile over there, which is too far away. A lot of people like those books a lot. Well, not a lot of people. A few people like those books a lot because they actually bought them. Uh, very few people. I bet they read through them, but it's very well written. Uh, so they get pretty high scores, but not a lot of people. I don't have the volume on them is what I'm saying. But if you like reading my blog and you don't want to go through all the links in the uh, abbreviated posts, you just want to read the best of my written works from the blog, get those books. They're definitely worth it. Then we have other people's books, Run Guts, Pull Cones by Adam Piggott. Also his flagship book, Pushing Rubber Downhill. You can visit Adam at pushingrubberdownhill.com. 
And then uh, we have the League of Extraordinary Podcasters, 405media.com, financialsurvivalnetwork.com with Kerry Lutz, Silvio Canto's Canto Talk, C-A-N-T-O, Canto Talk. You can find him at blogtalkradio.com, franksurvey.com, O'Shea Jackson over on YouTube, Economic Invincibility on YouTube, TJ Martinell.com. World-class bullshitters, entrepreneurs in cars, michaelkingswood.com, or you could just go to non-communist science fiction. Uh, the Safety Doc, find uh, Dr. David Perodin at Safety Doc, um, or is it Safety PhD? I'm sorry, safetyphd.com. And our good friend, who's our good friend? Who hasn't made a donation? I think he's uh, waiting until Tuesday. He's always here, usually. The goddamn bacon? Our good friend Bacon at thegoddamnbacon.com. He's been active on Instagram. It's good stuff. Yeah, I had I, I didn't yell at him. I had to like I had to, like he'll he used to do a post. He'd have a post with three links to three different MP3 files, and that was one podcast is mine. I'm like, dude, bacon, fucking combine them into one goddamn file. And he was confused. Like, so I should do one one post for each one. I'm like, no, 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 just just do a podcast, link it once. That's it. And then all we have to do is download it once. I don't have to download it three times and deal with three files. But he's a rookie. He's he's getting there. So. Uh, we did that. We did that. We did that. Oh, that's right. I got to go. We got to do some asshole consulting. Any super chats? Uh, no, not so good. Stuff. Okay. <clears throat> now we can get through this. Oh, we just got one. Oh, okay. $2. Do that. Do that while I pull this up. Oh, yeah. This one's gonna be very brief. Um, two Canadian dollars for that's Ra- not that's not five dollars. That's see, this is exactly now we're delaying our time. I, it had to be five dollars or more. Well, he said, "Let me shit in your mouth." <laughs> for two dollars, fine. Two dollars Canadian. <laughs> okay. Um, I sent you this email. Uh, oh yeah, girl. Yeah, and and because uh, I wanted, to... and I think she's not from the United States, or English is not her uh, <clears throat> native language because she just gave me money and did not ask me for a quote. So she did not follow the instructions, and her writing is a little bit off. But then I also think she truly, I think she's got a mental illness. Uh, but we'll go through it here. She sent me a picture of a very good-looking guy. She says, "This is the guy I like." Please do not mention. I sent his profile in case he listens to the channel. Well, he doesn't know who you are. We're not going to mention your name. He's gotten back to me and made time to catch up again. Uh, I have one major issue with your channel that you do not understand. 99.99% of females cannot work or do not want to work. Well, nobody wants to work. Yeah. <laughs> Chad and I don't I wake up like, damn, I can't wait to do this again. I... Yeah, I'm reading it with you. Um, uh, women want resources. We have been told the only way we could get resources is to work. We do not want power. I don't know. There's a lot of women want power too. Look at the Democrat lineup for the, uh, for the, uh, presidential debates. As soon as a female reali- realizes we could get resources for just being sweet, loyal, a mother, and a good lover to her man, they will do that. I, I cannot disagree more. <laughs> have, have women not been told that? <laughs> They've been told the exact opposite. Well, but but when whenever we recommend, well, yeah, why don't you just if you stay thin and you make your man happy and you just be sweet and loyal and make him a sandwich and be hot and give him sex. And what do they? You, I mean, you've told women that. What do they say? Basically, I don't need no man. I don't need no man. Then I'm dependent on a man. Me, 
They have to accept me for who I am. Even yeah, if fuck fat. that. I'm, what are you living in 1950s, Grandpa? I mean, women have had this idea ran past them. So I disagree with the client that 99.99% of females uh, have this. Oh, all you have to do is tell them, hey, there's this option B. It's called a husband. Women have been acutely aware of husbands for quite some time. <clears throat> if she's not American, I might be able to see your point. Yeah, it's it's getting on around there. But um, just in general, I think if you're on the internet, your first or second world, and I think the majority of women are acutely aware that there is option one, career, blah, 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 maybe get married down the road and have kids. And then there's option two, where your job is the stay-at-home wife and mother. Um, and when given the choice, it's very clear which way women have chosen to go. I'm sure it varies depending on which country and culture, but it seems 80, 85, maybe even 90%. I mean, maybe even 95% of the vast majority of women have opted to go the career route. I'm, am I wrong here so far? Is you see the same thing happening in your world? Yeah, for the most part. Okay. So I think she's, I think she's wrong on that premise. We have all been brainwashed by globalist communist media. That's even true. my own, even my own stupid father pushed me to perhaps to spend heaps of time at university for nothing and push the whole, you should be a lawyer or an engineer making me hugely depressed and feeling inadequate for many years. Now I found a dating channel recently. Oh, um, not a dating site, but a dating channel, a YouTube channel. Shara seven one on YouTube. She does a great video. You were set up to fail. So I started watching this at the gym and um, it's a, a sharpish looking middle-aged black woman. Uh, and you know what pisses me off about her? Not her personally, but what pisses me off about what she's saying. Uh, what, what was she saying? It's like Jordan Peterson, like clean your room. No, well, other people have been saying this stuff for, for decades, or maybe not decades, but for 10 years. And then Jordan Peterson comes in and says the same thing. And then people are like, oh, my God, he's a genius. It's like, dude, there have been hundreds of other people saying that same shit. And it's the same thing here. This gal says, hey, ladies, you know that, you know, if you want to have children, you got a certain amount of time before you could do it. And we were lied to. And you you can't have it all. You can only do two things. I'm like, what did what, what now she says it. She's like Opa. Now everyone listens to her. She's got all the subscribers. It's like what? What did? What were we saying this entire time? Why are people listening to her, and not us? We got called names for saying this, and now she's she's subscribed. She's worshipped. She's revered. Uh, so she found this gal, and that's the video she, you were set up to fill. Where this woman talks about all you need to do is be beautiful, young, and feminism as possible, feminine as possible, and you can get a high value guy. This has changed the way I see things since last month. It confirmed my un-PC instinct that has been nagging away at me all these years. Cheers. <clears throat> so, uh, again, I either she's not a native English speaker or I think she's mentally off because there wasn't a question there, right? Yeah, it was just like a rant almost. Yeah, so I said, okay, so what's your question? How to get the guy? How to undo the brainwashing and be a careerist? And shoot me some pictures of yourself over this way. <clears throat> and he is a good-looking guy. and I Because I didn't know what she looked like. I said, you may not be pretty enough for him. Uh, so she did some, some photos. And she did. And these photos are uh, very good. Chad, is she good-looking in these pictures? Uh, very, very good-looking in both pictures that uh, she sent you. 
Yeah, I'd say 9.5. She's absolutely in those pictures good looking enough to get that guy. Physically. Yes. Physically. Yes. But we're going to go into that a little bit here once I answer this. My questions are about one, him. Do not mention his specific details. I didn't mention it. You didn't give me no details. Uh, he's just a good looking guy. How two, how a female such as myself can achieve the dream of having as many kids as possible and a man who adores her. Three, discuss the idea that women do not enjoy and are not capable of working more than 99% of us want the resources. This can be achieved by competing hard in a commitment market. Um, let, let's, uh, well, let me read through the whole thing. I'll go back to her question because this is all over the place. This man is obsessed with the idea of having kids and deeply regrets not having children after a wife earlier. I do text him too much. He absolutely hates text messages and has told me so. I have really reduced it now to a bare minimum. <clears throat> Example, half. I have to cancel our plans, et cetera, when I can't get through calling. So she's sound like a stalker is just suffocating this guy. He may yeah. be fresh off a divorce. It doesn't want to have anything to do with women. Uh, he and I were meant to do lunch again today, but he didn't name a time and place. So I assume it's not happening. She's starting to sound like one of these virgin towels or hyper analytical engineering types who like, well, she did this, but she did do that. Well, what is this? And then like want to analyze every little fucking nook and cranny. So in other words, like they really drive the person away because they're psycho. Um, I'm just so sick of all these games. It's been 10 months. Uh, I used to be hot. And when I was, I was so much sure of myself. Photos are before I gained. Guess how much weight, Chad? She used kilograms, I think. Um, eight to 10 kilograms. What is that, like 20 pounds? Yep, it's 2.2 pounds per kilogram. And how much you want to bet she's underestimating that amount? Uh, I think it's quite possible. I'm going to, I'm going to be a real dick. I'm going to say she gained 15 kilograms, which times 2.2 is 33 pounds on a slender frame like that. She is now fat or not fat, but she's not attractive. She's gone from a 9.5 to like a five. Did she never send any of the current pictures with that? I don't need, does it matter? No, no. I'm just curious. Because I, I, the, the, my conclusion is going to be hopelessness. She's not going to get the guy. I send you previous uh, uh, filter, uh, ple previous email. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to send the pictures to, to to the internet. I am 30. I told you I had gained eight to 10 kilograms recently because of a breakup. Great financial stress and feeling really depressed about the world and being lied to all my life as a role of a woman. So your solution to being lied to and being stressed out and financial problems was to take away your number one asset. And that was your good looks and your body and get fat. Tragic. I, this is, yeah. Um, so here, let's just go through our questions about him. How do you get him? All right. How you get a guy. There are two stages. The first one is you have to be physically attractive, which you know. You just watched the video. You were physically attractive. Don't act like you didn't know that intuitively deep down inside or consciously. Then you give me this paltry bullshit excuse when things are tough and I had brown finance, bro, and I got fat. Well, too bad. You're not going to get this guy then. Choices and actions have consequences. Your consequences are you're not going to get this guy. I almost guarantee you the number one reason he's like being aloof or standoffish or not returning your calls or your texts because you got ugly. Lose the weight. There's the solution. So don't even bother chasing down this guy. Don't even bother. 
because he's a good looking guy. He, I would say he's like a 9.5 himself. He's a real good look. He's almost as good looking as you and me, Chad. Almost. I didn't see the picture of him, but I, I don't need to, I guess. Imagine us and how awesome we are, but just not quite good. That, that good. That's, that's how good looking he was. Wow. Yeah. Pretty damn good looking. I'd have to say so, <laughs> but, um, a guy like that can get any girl he wants pretty much. He was that good looking. Uh, so really? you better you better get back to the looking like the pictures you sent me, uh, because that's not only going to help you get him, but if it doesn't help you get him, it'll help you get another high quality man. All right, so don't even don't even if not willing to do that, it's over, it's done. Go the other route, eat bonbons, watch TV, be a slob. It's great being a slob. I would love nothing more than to be a slob, just to eat whatever the hell I wanted and watch TV and not work out and just relax and enjoy all day, I could totally do it, right? But I would have to be willing to give up a certain aspect of life, namely the opposite sex. If you want the opposite sex, you're going to have to lose that weight. And trust you me, that's the easiest, most direct, efficient route to get these high-quality men. Yes, Chad? Just, I just want to add a little positive thing. You know, She has the raw materials and the natural beauty, like facially, where she'll be okay if she just gets back into shape. I mean, right. not, everybody, not everybody can do that. A lot of people are just ugly, you know? Yeah, she's very, very, uh, her face is also very pretty, very beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like, you know, everybody, male or female, if you stay in good shape, you're going to be like at least an eight. But then there's actual facial beauty or in the case of guys, male handsomeness, you know, like, uh, oh, take Steve Cottrell, for example. Let's Let's say he got in really good shape, right? All right. He'd be a handsome man. He'd be about an eight. But if Sean Connery got in really good shape back in his day, I mean, he had the Sean Connery face. I mean, you don't have that. She has a very beautiful face. And so that's going to give her an advantage over other women that would be in equal shape. Right. So it's really just has to work on one thing, essentially, physically. Yeah, that's it. And I don't we don't do excuses here at Asshole Consulting. We don't do, oh, I, I had financial troubles. If anything, the financial troubles and stress made me lose weight. Um, I yeah, that was a little confusing. I've never gained weight because I was stressed, but yeah. I don't know. If anything, I gained weight because things were going too darn good. <laughs> like, yeah, get complacent. Girl was making me lasagna. Things are going great. <laughs> Tampa martinis. Like, oh, hey, how come these pants don't fit no more? Um, how a female such as myself can achieve the dream of having as many kids as possible and a man who adores it well you should have started that at 18 when you could have legally got married if you want to have as many kids as possible but now you're 30 so you got about a decade you could still have like 10 kids i guess if you want to relatively safely um and a man who adores her but okay so you got to find a guy who wants to have that many kids uh, this actually makes the search relatively easy. And I think in her case, online dating would actually be of benefit because every guy's going to throw themselves at her once she thins up and gets, and you can then declare, I want to have 10 kids minimum. And I want a guy who will adore me. Um, sussing out a, how do you find a man that's going to adore you? That requires dating and courtship. Uh, a lot of poser guys out there, a lot of frauds. A lot of guys, I don't know if you knew this, Chad. Sometimes guys might just lie to you and tell you what you ought to hear to get in your pants. Can you believe that, Chad? Uh, I That simply can't be true. Nobody would be that. No one would do that. No one would do that. So you got to learn how to, you've been dating for fun and party girl, obviously. Now you need to date for a good husband and a good father. 
I am very reluctant to recommend you look at Christian men or religious men in general because those fields have been cocked. They've been infiltrated. They've been co-opted. They've been corrupted. Um, you got to look at guys who, it, and it's hard, you know, because I've never tried to date a guy, but I could tell you, you look for a guy that has no debts. You look for a guy who's an engineer, has a good job, or is a uh, programmer, or is in the military, or uh, you, you could even go as low as dating a CPA. I'd even, I, maybe you could even, you know, well, that's, that's like, but that's extremely yeah. bottom of the barrel there. Bottom of the barrel right there, right. Uh, but, and, and don't, here's another thing. Don't act like you don't know. Don't act. Hey, 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 okay, yeah, you went after the motorcycling bed, but okay, you went after the guy with the muscles who had his hat on backwards and, and wore fancy clothes and bling and, and would get drunk every... Okay, we got it. Okay, you now you got to find a guy that's physically good-looking but has his fucking shit together, which usually means you're going to have to date a little bit older. So if you're 30, you got to have to find a guy who's like 38 and up. I mean, Do we know if she's in the United States? or maybe I don't think so. I really don't. I think her English is off. Um, yeah, and she didn't really follow the instructions. Uh, I'm trying to suss out how much is her delusional, or she just woke up to getting the red pill versus how much of her lack of a English language. Yeah. Um. So you should be able to find hopefully some more traditional men. I'm thinking in Europe. I think that's where she's from. Uh, but it, and and you know what? I'm sorry, dear. This is one of those things where it's like. Well, I'll graduate with my bachelor's degree at 22. Then I will go and work for a year and travel. And then I'll start my master's degree at 24. And I'll graduate at 26. And then I'll work 4.5 years. So at 30.5 years, I'll go down to the husband store, get myself a husband. We'll have ourselves a 2.3 month honeymoon. And then we will have 1.7 kit <clears throat> going down to the husband store. You want to go down to the husband store now. Do you know how long it takes just to find a quality person as a friend? Well, <laughs> let alone a life partner. I mean, the, the key word there is quality. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I mean, she should have a quality husband for the sake of her kids, if anything else, let alone herself. Uh, this is not like, okay, I go out and, on, and get myself a gallon of gas. Uh, you got to, it may be prepared for a multiple year search. Okay. And be prepared for the tickety talk, tickety talk to be happening here too. It's going to say 31, like you better get to it. If you are going to have a lot of kids, you better do it like fast. Well, I, if that's what you want. Did they really not know? Really? Didn't they know? They knew. They got to have known at some, they know they're pretty. They know to dress up a certain way. They, they were told in, in sex ed class, aren't, aren't women told, girls, whatever age they are when sex class occurs nowadays, that, hey, the eggs run out? They are told that, right? You would think, but I mean, they're too busy on career. In the U.S. at least. Um, I, so, I mean, dear, you know, you got your, you got your work cut out for you. Uh, discuss the idea that women do not enjoy and are not capable of working more. I disagree with that. I, I think, and maybe I'm in the minority here in the red pill community, but I think some women do enjoy work. I don't know what, what's a woman supposed to do? Me and Adam Pigger were having this conversation. What is a woman supposed to do between the time she graduates from high school and inevitably does get married? You know, he's like, well, she should just be looking for a husband. He didn't say this exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm abbreviating a lot of, in, in uh, what's the word? Hyperbolizing his argument. 
Yeah. They should just wait and find men and get married. Like, well, they got to do something. I mean, why not go study accounting, go do something, you know, develop a skill or a trade. And then, you know, they're going to have their kid. Let's say they do have their kids at 22 and then the kids get out and, and then they're at school and she's 30. Well, what's she supposed to do? You know, of course, go, go to school or college or something like that. Um, or, or take up some kind of hobby women, just as men, women need something to do. I don't job or something. Right. I don't know the, the, the stereotype of the woman just staying at home, eating bonbons. That you saw in cartoons. I don't think that happened that much in the fifties and sixties. Um, <clears throat> heck I even know my, both my grandmothers worked, um, you know, once the, or maybe you take care of grandkids, I guess. So that's, that's another thing that, that probably would happen. Uh, but I, I can disagree with the client's premise that 99.9%, well, 99.99% of you want resources. Well, no, 100% of us want resources because without them, both men and women die. We all want resources, uh, but women are capable of working. I've seen it. Uh, the percentage of women that are capable of working efficiently, earning their keeping without some kind of make work government program job or some kind of affirmative action uh, leg up, I would argue is about 40%. I mean, I'd have to crunch some numbers, but I'd say the majority of women, uh, don't carry their weight. Uh, I'd say 40% do, uh, but I can't ignore 40% of the women certainly have. And I'd say 100% of the women are capable of it. Um, 99.99% of us want resources and this can be achieved by competing hard in the commitment market. True. You women can get those resources through a men if you wish to compete in the commitment market. Uh, she's not wrong there. Uh, but as a libertarian, I leave that choice up to the women. I'm not here to tell you, oh, yeah, go get married and be a stay-at-home wife and, and raise kids. That's up to you. Is that what you want? Then go do it. And I'm not here to say go major in engineering or accounting. or I'll tell you what I'm going to tell you not to do. Don't piss away your time in the fucking liberal arts and the humanities. There's a pissing away of time. You might as well just go work as a waitress and save some money and avoid student loan debt. I'll tell you that definitively what not to do. But the choice is yours, lady. Yes, I know, ladies, that the only option you've been given is, oh, you must go and become, you must go to college and be a working woman and you don't need no man fish bicycle. And there's another option, and that is maybe you could be a wife and a husband, a, a mother and be a, a homekeeper and a, a mother and a, and, and a wife and just take care of the family. That's another option. But then you better choose the right guy. If you do that and he's a good guy, don't get well, I'm not happy and then divorce him and then wonder why the fuck you got your cats and nobody wants to date you with your student loans because you got your MBA over at the Carlson School of Management that doesn't pay dick. And now you got $78,000 worth of student loans at 57. Mm. Depressing. Uh, yeah, it is depressing. So there, I think we answered it. I think you did. And she knew this before you even, frankly, started answering it. She knows she needs to lose weight. I think on some level, everybody knows everything. It's whether they have the courage and the intellect to technology it up front. Like, you know, deep down inside, every guy who asks me, how do I get the girls? Like, dude, bitch, you know exactly how to get them. Go fucking hit the gym and get your ass shot down and learn to be charming as fuck. Okay, there. That's what you got to do. But they don't want to do it. They, they, they're always looking for like, oh, maybe there's a pill. Maybe there's this formula, this algorithm or computer code. They'll just like put it into my laptop and a chick shows up and you just start sucking my dick. Did you say this girl paid you without you even giving her? Yeah, that was another thing. I don't know if that's because she didn't follow the instructions because she doesn't speak English that well. Or she, I mean, cause she's like, well, I text him all the time and I do this. I, and, and it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. 
it's it's not a fucking formula. Now you're starting to sound like these nerds that ask me what's the formula to getting a girl. Now you're like, how do I get the guys? I text <laughs> them all the time. It's like, oh, and that's why I was gonna say, in addition to help her out, the stage one to getting a guy is being in physical shape. To keep a guy is a completely different fucking thing altogether. Yeah, and that means you got to be nice. I'd argue you'd have to be somewhat interesting. You can't just be a good-looking set of tits because guy will bore to death and then he'll just go run out with his buddies. He probably won't cheat on you, but he just needs to talk to guys. Um, swear to fucking Christ, don't nag him. I mean, use it's support or shut up. It's one of those two options. There is no nag. There's no third option. You're, yeah. You are a supporting wife. You know, something wrong, pointed out, hey, something wrong. Dude, well, I- I, I just gotta say, you know, you know what happened to me and who I was dating. Like, oh Christ! I'm at the point where, like, I'm so sensitive to nagging that if it's getting to a level even close to an, an unacceptable level, I just walk off. Oh yeah, yeah. Nope. Even even nope. the beloved, yeah, even the beloved GF. Like, it could be on the horizon, 20 miles away, and I got my scope, and I'm looking, and there could be a flea of a of a nag that maybe might make it my. I do not tolerate it. <clears throat> she didn't seem like a nagger. I'll say. She's not because, but see every, I'm, and this is a, another thing. Every woman is a nagger. Every one of them will nag you. It's just whether you snip it in the bud early and stay on top of it or let it grow. And I snip it in the bud early. There's been times, not, not with my GF, but a, a previous one that I had, uh, where she started telling me which way to go, and I just pulled the car over, got out of the car. I'm like, you drive. And I'm like, and I just sat there and took a nap. You know, uh, a lot of times, oh, oh, there's a parking spot. This is the GF, does it? There's a parking spot. There's a parking spot. There's a park. And I will keep driving <laughs> around the parking lot until she realizes, fuck you. I'm a goddamn adult. I'll park the damn car where I want. Uh, but they'll always do it. They'll always do it no matter what. And you got to be on it. it like, like flies on shit, man. You got it. Otherwise they will. And then, then they think they lead. And then it's like, I don't recall giving you permission. I know that sounds horrible, but usually, usually the men lead, usually women follow. Sometimes the women lead, sometimes men follow, in which case men should not nag the women. But there's one motherfucking undisputed leader and then there is a first officer that supports that leader. And there is no other choice. Otherwise, you just get, and I've seen it um, with other people who I can't mention, where I'm like, oh my God, I would have punched her. <laughs> no. Like, bitch, fuck. Like, the divorce papers would have been filed 10 years ago. And you said, I can't what? Well, let her hold my beer, sugar tits. I'm going to show you something. I've had it where... um They've had to ask their wife for permission. I'm like, I don't know who I want to hurt more. The one, the tyrant who won't give her husband, quote, permission, or the husband who thinks he's got to get permission. I mean, I'm like, I don't know which of you two I disrespect more. I really don't. You know, this happens in my office. I'll have uh, couples there, and the wife is obviously just a raging nagger and dick. (laughs) And it's so hard because I'm actually trying to get it done, you know, do yeah. respect while they're sitting there and she's just nagging the hell out of her husband. Remember, I see what everybody makes. So right. the husband makes all the money and I'm just thinking, how can you be okay with like this level of nagging? Mm-hmm. You're, you're the sole provider here. 
Made no I, sense to me. Because they got the pussy. Them girls got the pussy. Huh. Them, them men addicted to the pussy. That's what it is. It's hard to hold my tongue sometimes. I'll just say that. Like, I really want to speak up. That always happened in dance class. We just saw the, the brow-beating Iron Maiden and uh, the husband. <clears throat> and usually, I could snip it in the bud with the discussion. I have, like, one lead, one follow. It's an electrical current. You need positive and a negative. Otherwise, you ain't got no current. Ladies, you don't help. But I, I, No, because the second you try to help, you're doing what? Like, we're leading. I'm like, yeah, now if you just apply it to the rest of your fucking lives, you goddamn nags to make if I don't say that part. Huh. But then you, you get up to the individual couple, and you could just see it. The gal is going way faster than the music. She's not following. She can't fall because she's going faster than the beat of the music. And then I'll just I say, okay, let me let me dance. And then she'll go, and I will hold her still. And it's like taming a horse. Like, no, we don't go yet. Or, or we'll, we'll stand, like, just waiting for the music. I'll let the music play a full 30 seconds. She'll go. I'm like, what are you doing? Well, it's time. Like, no, you know, it's time to go. No way. When I decide it's time to go. <laughs> so it's just, it's, uh, it's just, uh, no, it's, it's ingrained. It's ingrained. By the time they're 40, it's over. Thank God you got your vaccination early. Yeah, for real. Uh, all right. So that is it for, I think the asshole consulting. I got another email. It's the only one you sent me. I don't see any others. Yeah, I'm going to delete the 80 emails she sent me. Finally cleaning up my email here. Uh, Cool. Any super chats? Uh, No. Awesome. All right. We're good to go. Uh, One final article, and then anybody rounding out the super chats, remember $5 minimum. Again, not to be dicks, but just because we want to. Get through these articles here, and then Chad, you're you and I have a free weekend. I'm gonna get myself some Poke Bowl again. <laughs> we earned a lot on Tuesday and today. What's that? Like we got a lot of super chats on Tuesday, and also. Today. Oh yeah, no, I gotta I gotta pay you your your shekels there. I gotta pay you out your your percentage there. But yeah, thanks for all the the shekels there, guys. Really appreciate it. Uh, <clears throat> what was the worst part of summer, Chad? Worst part of summer. Worst part of well, did you ever go to school in the United States at any point in time? Just middle school. All right, so you're in middle school, right? You got to go back to the seventh grade or whatever. Uh, summer's about to end. What's the worst part about the last? I'll give you a hint: the last half or the last third of summer. What's the worst part? Well, you know that you're gonna have to go to school at any moment. Right now, who reminds you of that constantly? Hmm. Wouldn't be your parents, would it? No, but it's it's the adults. The adults, Chad. The adults remind you that you get to go back to the prison. How do the adults remind you? Um. So you're so it's summer and you're having fun, and then the adults remind you. Somehow the adults who are not your parents remind you. Like you're out there biking around, and then you'll see something. You're like, oh fuck. And then you go home and you're watching your cartoons later. You're watching Knight Rider. And then all of a sudden a commercial comes on. You're like, oh, fuck. What? Who's re- How are you reminded that school is just around the corner? Oh, is it those damn retailers that are like back to school back sales? Back to school sales. Yes. I didn't yes. get to see a lot of those. Oh, <laughs> dude. Dude, it's like reminding a Jew. Hey, the cattle cars are coming again. Two weeks. Get ready for cattle cars. <laughs> uh, 50% off your Auschwitz backpack. Um, 
to make them even more detestable in my world, I already don't like the target. You know how I hate the target? Well, it's centered in the Twin Cities, isn't it? His headquarters in the Twin Cities, yes. I, I don't know what I hate more, the Target or the Carlson School of Management. Uh, to make themselves even more smug and anti-child, Target giving teachers 15% <laughs> off on classroom supplies for back-to-school shopping. Uh, Target is giving teachers a 15% discount on classroom supplies this summer to help them save on back-to-school shopping. Do you think Target really is going to lose money on this? No. No. What do you think they're going to do? They'll probably increase their sales, if anything. They'll increase their sales, but they'll also increase the prices and all the other shit the teachers are going to buy when they go in. So, net, you're going to give Target even more money. They get a tax write-off for that, by the way. Oh, good for the fucking teachers, then. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, officials at the retailer told USA Today that they would be launching the promotion for educators, including K through 12 teachers, parents who homeschool their kids, and daycare teachers, on July 15th. The promotion will reportedly run for an entire week. You're not even. We're not even. We're almost. We're halfway. July 15th is halfway through, and already, already, Target's got to remind you kids that hey, you get to go. Hey, month and a half, you're back in the concentration camp. Ha! How depressing. Target senior president. Vice President Jill Sando told the newspaper that the company decided to bring back the promotion, which initially rolled out last year after receiving a phenomenal response from the last launch. I'm excited we're bringing back the event again this year with an expanded assortment of eligible items at the 15% discount, helping teachers save and get what they need for the upcoming school year, Sando said. In order to be eligible to participate in the promotion, teachers are required to register online. <clears throat> the company says it can't take any document that ties your name and or email address to the education. Oh, it can take. It can take any document that ties you and your name or email address to an educational system for its verification process. Target will also allow educators who are unable to complete the verification process the chance to participate in the promotion if they are able to provide a local Target store employees with identification. So now they get your name and your email, too. Jeez. Huh? They're not your friend. Target is not your friend. They are not your friend. They just want your money. Uh, and that's it. I was going to read the article about what it was like to be a flight attendant in the golden age, but I think I'm going to save that later. I don't like the article. When would you estimate the golden age of the uh, airline industry to be, Chad? Uh, probably the fifties, sixties, whenever, uh, what was his name? Howard Hughes was hiring all those hot flight attendants. Maybe right. The 70s. They, um, all these, they, they've interviewed like five or six gals who are all in their seventies now. And it's all from like 78 to 91, 69, uh, 87. I'm like, wasn't the fifties in the early sixties? Kind of like yeah. the, yeah, that's what I thought. So I'm kind of wondering if this is because it's Condi Nast who put this out, which is biased. I like some of the pictures here. Uh, there's some like Pan Am. Uh, the T TWA, yeah. TWA, yeah. And, and all the pictures, even though they're in the 70s and, and, and whatnot, a lot of gals are posing in Vietnam. Like the, you could tell the, the uh, soldiers are giving them their hats and some you know military garb to wear. Uh, so the gallery kind of pulls it. It's, it, it's act, the pictures are, if anything, worth uh, taking a look. Um, but I'm saying this was not the heyday. I want to see that 1959, 1961, catch me if you can kind of uh, 
So Southwest Airlines, it originated in Texas. That's where it started. And there's so many hot uh, flight attendants that work for them. I just found some images of them. Currently? No, no, back in the 70s. Southwest Airlines. I can send you. 1970s stewardess. Hang on. Stewardesses. They all had these uh, skimpy uniforms. Whoa. You see that? Did you find it? Whoa. Hey. You got it? This is like the Hooters of the air. Yeah, you see, like that was the heyday. I mean, it was good back in the fifties and sixties, but uh... well, hell yeah! God damn it! Another thing the baby boomers ruined. Why couldn't we have had this? Well, the feminists were like, hey, "That's degrading to women." God, I was on. Um, I wasn't on. I. Uh... The Masculine Geek, they're going live right before my flight took off from Denver to Las Vegas. So it's only like an hour and a half, two-hour flight. And so like, hey, come on the show. I said, I can't. I'm flying out. And so I landed, and I tuned into them on YouTube. And they're like, come on, send us pictures of the hot flight attendants. Send us pictures of the hot flight attendants. And I'm like, there aren't any. I'm flying Spirit. Spirit. (laughs) Which was rare because uh, the Spirit airline stewardesses are actually pretty cute. They're not too bad, actually. And I do like their uniforms. It's a black and yellow motif. Uh, but yeah, look at these boots on these gals. Holy cow, Chad, you weren't joking. No, that's what the Texas girls were like back then. Yeah. all. God. Now they're all overweight. Oh, God. Some guy in the industry, I can't I forget who it was. He says, nothing but Grandma Grande's and gays that's what he was saying because a lot of the flight attendants they're no longer stewarded the flight attendants men and uh, i guess a disproportionate percentage of the flight attendant males happen to uh, bat for the same team if you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah all right are we done with the super chats anything left there's nothing left but can i take a couple minutes to tell you about something that happened yesterday that i feel like you would appreciate and it's just an, it's so frustrating does this involve you being in pain and frustrated uh, it involves me. So you remember how? Oh, wait, but but are are you going to be in pain and frustrated over the course of this story? No, like I feel oh. like it'll make me feel better because I can get this off my chest. At any point in time when this happened, the story you're about to tell me, were you in pain or frustrated? Yes. Good. Then I want to hear the story. Okay. okay. Good. 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 So I think it was a few days ago you said you can't save people. Right? right? Didn't you say that? It's like you can try to help them, but you can't that save them. They have to save themselves. That is probably the most recent epiphany I've had to, I kind of knew in the back of my head, but really had to come to grips with as I've seen many people I care uh, desperately about fail around me. Yes. Multiple times. Yes. Well, get a load of this one. So yesterday there is, um, there's a friend of mine. He doesn't live in Chicago anymore and he's, um, for you, he's a friend of a friend of you, believe it or not. Like, okay. How connected. So I get this email uh, early afternoon. He's like, you know, Chad, I just, I think I'm about to lose it. I've been looking for a job for almost a year now. I'm not having any luck. You know, I'm, I'm with my parents. He's like 40 years old. It's like, I'm really desperate. I need somebody to talk to. So, you know me, I'm kind of a nice guy. I'm a sucker for this type of stuff. Right. You, you took the bait, right? Yeah, and so I'm like, you know, I do, I did like him. He's not a bad person or anything. So I talked to him for a while, and the long and short of it was, he just needs to start making money doing something. You know, he just needs that. Even when he's continuing to look for another job, just you need 
be spending some time making a little bit of money because he's broke as well. Yeah. And he need to get out of the house. If for any other reason you need to, you change your environment. Yeah. And he agreed, you know, and I took me a while to tell him about this. So last night, so this particular guy that I'm talking about would be a good fit for a certain position that's always open, who you may be one of the sponsors for. I'm not. Okay. All right. Yes. So you're probably catching my drift on this one. Right. So, so I'm like, Hey, I'm going to link you up with this guy. He needs somebody just like you, you know, it'd be perfect. You can work when you need to. I, I thought I was like doing a good deed and I thought that I'd solved the problem. Then as I'm about to go to bed last night, I get this email from him. Oh, I'm not going to do that. That pay is not high enough for me. And it was actually a reasonable amount of pay. So it made me look like a bit of a chump and I'm pissed off because he, you should have heard him with this sob story. It's like, oh, woe is me. You know, I'm, I'm, I hate my life. And I get him something automatic that he's good at. And look, you see what he did there? Fucking unbelievable. There is, I don't know what we'd have to call it. You could call it the third rail. And I don't know why they call it the third rail. I think it relates to electricity that if you, the, you, the positive, negative, you could touch either or you're all right. But then the third one, you touch that it's electrified. That's like the third rail of poly. You're not supposed to touch the third rail. Yeah. But I am truly convinced that unless you, I prefer more of a rubber hit the road kind of analogy until you are that atom of compound rubberized compound that touches the road and you know, everything all the way up back to the top. You truly do not appreciate what a job is and you're never willing to put in the effort. And there are so many people and entities willing to put something between you and the road to make your life easier, be it parents, the government, boyfriends, husbands, even girlfriends. A lot of guys mooch off of their girlfriends that you never make that connection. You never make that let you never, you're never in the goddamn trenches. And then when you go into the, the rest of it, like, and then you get out of that, that pit or that, that trough and you're going up through the echelons of life and like, Oh, then you got another downtime. Oh man, I really, and it's like, well, why don't you try that? Everyone has spoiled you so rotten. You're not even near poverty. You're not even near desperate. I mean, I've been desperate, but most people have never been that desperate where, yeah, I got to work in this horrible condition. I mean, look at our buddy, Atham, Atham, Bust his freaking ass. He works full-time school, full-time work, doesn't sleep. He still manages to fit caving in, uh, which is also why I'd argue this galvanizing experience makes him a much more interesting man, you know, why we, we chit-chat with him and hang out with him. Um, <clears throat> he's willing to go through that. Other people are willing to work at literal fields. Other people work the night shift. or, But there are so many weak, soft people and what's really crippling and sad is when they're on your own damn team, you think, oh, yeah, they'll handle this. Mm-mm. They're not. They're just as spoiled rotten. They just happen to put an R in front of their name or not be a leftist or or parrot uh, uh, conservative, I would call it work ethic ideology because that's where the hypocrisy really is, where they espouse a conservative traditional work ethic. But then when it comes time to actually pick up a job and go do something oh, they become the biggest socialist and leftist like oh that's beneath me i i need you i need a basic guaranteed income and this guy's a conservative that i'm telling you about but he only 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 in words not in action and i hate those people more than i do leftists 40 years old it just it kills me 
He's, he thinks he's too good to take something, and he can't find anything. I know another person who I've disavowed since when, when that person said, oh, that's beneath me. I'm like, fuck you. Nothing is beneath you. I'm okay. I, Choking yourself out and dying on, on webcam? Okay, I think that's beneath pretty much everybody. But we're talking like you know regular blue-collar work. And, and that you'd be shocked, probably depressed, the number of not obviously liberals. I mean, you look at the the liberal candidates, except for one or two of them, especially the gal who served in the military. Most of them have never done blue collar work because it's beneath them. But when you look at conservatives, libertarians, you know, self-espoused, it is shocking the number of them who are the exact same way. We're like, that's beneath me. I would never do that. That's beneath me. It's like, you fucking piece of shit. So I, I experienced that in the last, you know, 24 hours. Yeah. Just I'm un- sorry. No, it's okay. But I just, I, I don't understand that mentality. I get it. If you've had a higher paying job, but listen, I'm putting something in your lap. It's convenient. It's location independent. And you think you're too good for it. Yeah. But you know, the real reason, Chad, what's that? Let's Laziness? all do it together. Now let's put it together, put the L up there and it's not loser. Lazy. 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 Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, uh, but there's nothing we can do about it. The good news is he'll be miserable for the rest of his life. Think about it. He's 40, living at home, and can't get off his ass to do a work-from-home job? I mean, I don't want him to be miserable. I just don't understand how he can have this mentality. I I thought we just concluded. Yeah, I mean, I I get that. Yeah. It's completely foreign to me that someone lands you a job, and you, you don't have any money, and you don't take it. Especially nowadays, the the unemployment rate is so low. I mean, yeah, you're not going to get a hundred twenty thousand dollars a year, you know, pilot job, but you could you could pretty much go anywhere and work warehouse, work bussing tables or something, make enough money that you're not starving. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, but um, it just too it's not good enough for for the pampered. Does he come from a rich family? Did his parents spoil him? Are they pretty rich? See, from what I understand, he does come from a pretty wealthy family, but he has this terrible relationship with his parents. And so now he has to depend on them. And it's been this way for a while. <laughs> like, how can you not take this opportunity? Oh, that's great. That's great. Just, look, just think of the misery and pain. He's a 40-year-old that's got to live at home and, and, and suck off his mom's tits still. I mean, how fucking funny is that? I mean, there's some other details too that I can't really. No, no, no. It's like, but believe me, he has no no business turning down something like this. Here's no. here's what you got to do. You got to get beyond this annoying you or bothering you, and take pride in the fact that he will punish himself. I mean, I see it all. I I could tell you stories that I can't of people that you may or may not know. Um, where I see it, where I, with just one simple sentence, if they followed my advice their lives would be multiple times better, like three times better and easier if they just did what I said. But you know why I don't mention it? Why? One, I don't want them to improve their lives. I want them to continue to suffer. Two, they wouldn't listen to me anyway. Uh, And three, uh, it, it would... Almost, if they there was the outside chance they would listen, then they might actually improve their lives in other capacities. And they were so, these people are so sure of themselves that I'm kind of like, nah, let them be sure of themselves because it, it, they're just going to have a ruinous life. Ruinous. And if, you, if there's a chance I bump them to the right path, now, now they didn't really learn their lesson. So I kind of want to, I want them 
all to suffer horrendously. And the, the way they're going to suffer horrendously is by following their own advice. Did you solve the problem? You know, I got uh, a Facebook instant message from the guy who was interested in hiring him. Like, this is all happening right now. Right now. <laughs> and I just checked it, and he said, forget him. <laughs> said, forget him. So there goes that opportunity. Well, that's, but why would you want to hang out with someone like that? I mean, I, I don't hang out. I mean, I don't even live here anymore. But, man, I just people's egos and people's, like, that's just unbelievable to me. This is one of the worst. That Don't worry. You'll, someday you'll have the money to come visit your good friend Clary in Vegas. Someday we'll be able to go ride motorcycles. Someday even you might be able to leave Chicago. One day. I'm leaving day. next week. Dude, five years ago, and this is the last I'll say about it. Five years ago when I wasn't making a ton of money with my business because I was just getting started, I did work for this exact same person, and I didn't think I was too you know, good for no. that. No, I'd go work for him too. Things ever got that tight, whatever. Hell, I, I, I still work security occasionally. I mean, I don't need it. It's just, if anything, just to change shit up. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's, not, it's not beneath me at all to go work security or... I do whatever. Hell, I've even thought about just going and working at like Walmart just to get the fuck out and you know talk to people. You know? Right. I'm afraid they make me a stock boy or something. I won't see anybody. I'll be a Walmart greeter. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to Walmart. No, you have to be 80 years old minimum to to do that. <laughs> really? Do you have to be like old or decrepit to do that? Those are the ones that are always doing it. They're like people that should be retired. So you hope it's a hobby that they're greeting people. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I wouldn't doubt it. I, I wouldn't doubt it at all, um, but that's how it goes. All right, <clears throat> super chats cleared. Uh, we got another one here from right. Charlie, Charles Mack for ten dollars and twenty three cents. Thank you, Charlie. Yeah, he's saying all last minute calls today that could have been addressed way earlier. Example: PC very slow. It is affecting all application. Now it's been that way since she moved offices. So this problem should have been solved a lot earlier. And now- the day, yeah, day one. Friday. Yep. Friday, yeah. Yeah. You should have, uh, just to give an example, because I love the man, but, uh, you know, when we showed up to help DT pack, I'm looking, I'm like, nothing's in boxes. What the hell? <laughs> you know, I'm no, I'm no project management specialist. I didn't get my master's degree from the Carl's School of Management and Supply Chain Management, but I know, like, you got to do this stuff ahead of time, you know, waste not, diddle not. And uh, if something can be done now, get it done so that, you know, why wait till the last minute? Saw that in banking. Well, you, gee, I wonder if you've ever seen that. Does that, does anything happen April fourteenth? Oh no, clear <laughs> sailing. I go, to, I go get drunk. I go to Green Mill. I just chill the fuck out on April. Right, you go fish, right? Fish. You and Marcus go down there scope for chicks. That's, oh, uh, I need to invite Marcus to my thing. I gotta remember that. He he's hard to to get to show up. He does it when you're around, I think. I'm, okay, yeah. Tell him I'll be there. We'll we'll get out there. I got to figure out logistics with the hotel and everything. We might stay in Galena because I Whoa. like that. Yeah. Well, it's dude. I am so sick and tired of driving that Highway 94 stretch. I did because I lived in Milwaukee. You know, and go back and forth. Uh, and yeah, uh, I don't need to see that stretch ever again. Um, and so it's a much prettier drive down the Mississippi. Um. Wisconsin or Minnesota side, and then you go into Galena, and then you just cut over and pick up the highway in Rockford. That's what I did the last time when I visited you on the motorcycle. Is I oh, right. took it down, cut over by Galena, and um, 
Yeah, it's a nice ride, but the the logistics don't work where it's like everyone's going to be partying. We're going to be, but then we get into Galena late at night. And I was like, yeah, so then I might go visit. Um, oh, wait, hang on, hang on. Doc is celebrating. Dr. Perodin, you know him, right? Uh, I'm drawing a blank on this one. Which one? Safety Doc. Safety Doc. David Perodin. Oh, yes. Coming out. Yeah, yes. David. Yes. Um, He's retiring at 47 because guess what? He didn't fuck up. He can, yeah. He can, yeah. And then he wanted to do like this Wisconsin golf bash at something, but and he wanted to invite you. <clears throat> but I could have swore it was on the same day as your little shindig. So, and then he sent me an email. Let me take a look. I think it. John Steele did a, a podcast with him last week. He did. Oh, it was a good interview. I got to see that. Steele is awesome. Agreed, yeah. He hasn't assembled the bash. Ba 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 ba. Okay, good. So it's not gonna it's not gonna um run over yours. So you could be. I was kind of hoping it'd be the same day and then or not the same day, but the same week. And I visit you. And I go visit Doc. Maybe visit my dad on the way out, and I'd be done. It's like, not the same weekend. Not the same weekend. Nope. Um. Although asshole consulting sure blew up on my email account there. I was almost, I got to get all this done too uh, before I take off on Sunday. Oh, it's going to be a pain in the ass. And I'm complaining about making good money. That's This is like the first time in a long time I've made good money. <laughs> all right. Uh, any more super chess? We're good to go. Uh, looks like we're good to go. Good. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for all your super chats. Uh, thank you for being patient with us for catching up on all these emails. I did want to talk about that Carlson School and the MBA program shutting down. My God, that's fucking. Oh God, I'm so Hello? happy to see you die. Huh? No, nothing there, man. I was uh, like, yeah, go ahead. I was just saying, you know, we still have a few minutes. I'm not looking to go anywhere, but it seems like you want to get out of here. I gotta, I gotta get food. I'm starving, and you know, if the girlfriend gets back before me, she's gonna want pokey too. Like, what are you oh, that's doing? Right. No, she, <laughs> I've done it before. Like, well, why'd you get pokey and not me? Because I didn't want to get you pokey. <laughs> Um, yeah, I got a, I haven't eaten yet today. I had like a oatmeal cookie and, and all that. So I do the, um, I skip breakfast in general, but it's kind of a quasi, uh, not fasting. starving. What do they call it? Fasting. fasting, intermittent fasting. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do that at all or no? I'm kind of doing it today. Like I try to only eat between noon and uh, 8 PM at the latest. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't. There's something to be said. Dennis Bagan and um, the other more of the health nutritionist guys are like the second you eat like your first meal, the majority of your work better be done because you will slow down. I'm like, I don't know if I believe that. And then I started doing and paying attention to my energy level. I'm like, oh, yeah, because like if I'm hop, hopped up on coffee and I got sleep and I'm ready to go like right now, I'm on fire. I got the perfect yeah. coffee fuel mix right now that the engine's just burning perfectly almost guarantee you once i eat a full poke bowl uh it's i'm gonna crash trickle down yeah and crash and plus i do kind of want to hit the gym here uh we missed i missed a, a super chat earlier it's only a two dollar canadian one and it's from ray john what do oh, you hear God. what is it another gay question he says look up leilani lay on google images so i went ahead and did that it yeah. is a geriatric porn starlet. Oh, no. Not going to look that disgusting. up. Not disgusting. Ray John, get, join the fucking Navy and get out of here. Get your goddamn commission and go go sit on a boat. <laughs> yeah. I don't care if it's Canadian or the UK. Just get out of here. So, 
All right, that's it. If you guys would uh, be so kind, you want to help out the uh, podcast, uh, you go to olderbrother.com. You know, this isn't the olderbrother.com, uh, older brother podcast. Go to olderbrother.com slash donate. We have three options. There's PayPal, where you just give us PayPal money. That gets you nothing. There's Patreon, where if you become a patron member, even for a dollar a month, uh, you get access to things like Sanity is the Future of Wealth. Uh, but more importantly, all the pictures of Mary Jo and her pinup styles of various boudoir attire. Uh, new ones on the way, of course. Uh, and then you get a little bit of something there, but not much else. Uh, and then you can do your Amazon shopping with the third option by clicking on the Amazon banner and doing all your online shopping through my Amazon affiliate program. Chad, does it cost them anything extra? Nope. No. All I do is I get a commission and a cut because I drove traffic to the Amazon site. Do you have to log in, sign in, sign up for a site? Da, 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 da. Just click on the link. Yeah, click on the link and you shop. That's it. All you got to do is instead of using the fucking app or going straight to Amazon.com, you go to olderbrother.com slash donate, click on the banner. That's all I'm asking you to do. And then as always, like, subscribe. That doesn't cost you anything else. And then finally, if you could write book reviews, for my books that you've read them, if you already bought them, but you don't want to buy more, because I don't know why you'd buy more of the same book. Uh, if you could write book reviews, that'd be great. We got the SJWs coming out writing fake one-star reviews. So if you would kindly counter that with some good five-star reviews or whatever honest reviews you would have, Cappy would appreciate it. Are you still dealing with the fallout from that? Or is no, that- no, that's that's going to – no. I, <laughs> I did have subscribership go up about 18%. On Twitter, so follow me on Twitter. Actually, I'm, we're we're real close to ten thousand subscribers. Wow! So I don't know if anything happens at ten thousand, but if I got like ten thousand followers on Twitter, yay! I'm in five digits. Uh, huh. yeah, so follow me on Twitter. Uh, that'd be good too. I still want to get a hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube because then you get a guy. YouTube assigns you a guy, and I've, a guy. Yeah, a guy. You get a guy like a consultant or somebody helps you out. Oh. Cool. Yeah, and I don't know what their conversation would be. I'm like, hey, you hate my guts, don't you? Yeah, I do. Mm. Halfway there. <clears throat> yeah, I'm halfway there. But if I got, you know, 100,000 and then we, I could interview my Google guy. Like, ah, my Google guy's coming on. What do you, what do you want? What do we do? What's going on? Why do I get you? What, huh. What's the benefit? What do you bring? Do you bring coffee? What do you do? All right, that's it. Chad, where can people find you? People can find me at uh, elkinscpa.com. And I have a couple of books that I write with my dad. They're on Amazon, the Elkins Comprehensive Tax Guide. So uh, check those out if you have any interest. Sweet. All right. Chad, take us out correctly and appropriately. Toodles. <laughs>